This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Slamming niggas like Shaquille. Shit, shit is, is real. real. All right, there go the waves. Now we back. Now we back wavy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just we butter, back bread wavy. And butter out. Butter, bread, big, and butter. Man. I leave niggas in the gutter. Huh. Word to mother. I'm dangerous. dangerous. Crazier mm, than a mm. bag of fucking angel dust. Hey, man. When I bust my gap, motherfuckers take dirt oh. naps. I'm all that. And a dime sack. What a paper at. Nigga. That nigga what? big, dog. Nigga, when I was in my producing shit, like I made like three beats in my life and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I took a, uh, and they was all cold, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I sampled, what a paper at. Oh, I sampled mm. and I took that shit and I, I don't know where this shit at to this day. Yeah, but like I made that shit. I took all. I took man. I wish I can find this motherfucking beat, dog. dog. But that what a paper. I was about to ask what you where your beats like, at, nigga. nigga. You I gotta wish sell I them, find nigga. That shit, dog. Nigga J got three one of ones. What up, niggas? Hey, uh, shit. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode thirty-five of this week in culture. I am your host. Antwood, aka Trinidad, and aka Flu Game. Give me the uh, <laughs> this nigga Jay is <laughs> over here off the goddamn Tropical Cafe smoothie. Uh, shit, y'all heard him. I got my nigga in the building with me. What up, though? Give me the loot. Jay Johnson. <laughs> we'll have a Shop Talk podcast representing for Shop Talk podcast studio. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk podcast studio. What's popping? Yes, sir. And this week in culture, we review not one, but two. Uh, different, well, one's a movie and the other's a uh, series. Um, so first we review uh, HBO's OG, produced by Kareem Biggs Burke, one of the founders of Rockefeller. Uh, and second, we'll review the first episode of BET's Finding Justice, um, which is T.I. a part of that? I have no idea. I, I don't know, but... OG from HBO and BET's Finding Justice, uh, they're actually kind of, they had a lot of similar, like, discussions between the two of them. So we're going to get into both of those. Um, but first, let me go ahead and shout out all the listeners, shout out all the uh, the people following us on social media, everybody who's interacting, having discussions on the website, uh, everybody who has rated the podcast on iTunes, man, we out there sitting at a perfect rating. You know what Shout I'm saying? Shout out to uh, the homie Rob Silver. Hey, he be showing love, man. Hey, man, he be showing love. We really out this bitch. Uh, um, shout out to everybody who been hitting us up. Like, where the fuck y'all at? Hey, guess what? Flu game ant, nigga. I'm out here like Jordan. I'm barely standing. I'm in the studio right now this with nigga, the fucking mask on. This nigga got the. You know what I'm saying? And they got the ninja mask You on. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't want to come up to the studio and dirty up the mics out this bitch. Pause, if applicable. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, now nah, we ain't here. Nigga was down for about a week and shit, but we right back. I got enough energy to get y'all fuckers about two hours. I'm going home getting the fuck in the bed. Um, shout out to everybody who about to fake celebrate St. Patty's Day today. Uh... All I got is today is just green smoothie. It, my nigga Jay got the green smoothie. <laughs> That's it. Um, I ain't drinking because I'm on mad drugs. But uh, y'all niggas be safe out there, man. Quit. Don't don't let these white people get y'all fucked up in Facts. the streets. Um, and shit, man. Saint Patrick's Day is white people shit, dog. Nigga, this day Christmas. They yeah. don't give a fuck about Fam, Christmas at work. We nigga. had a we had a five year anniversary for the, the the department of the team that I work on and yeah. shit. 
Somehow they turned that shit into a St. Daddy's St. Patty's Day celebration. Nigga. They put up like decorations and shit and turned everything <laughs> green. And they had pictures of leprechauns. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck this got to do with five years, no, man? This this state shit. They don't care about nothing but this. CEO come out in the lepre- leprechaun outfit. I'm like, fam, like this don't got yeah. shit to do with five year anniversary, dog. Like, what are y'all doing? St. Patty's is white people church uh Mardi Gras. This white people Mardi Gras. Okay. Like this is they like this day carnival. How come black people don't got a drinking holiday? We co-op everybody else's. Yeah. Well, cause all our black shit is too serious to be out there belligerently drunk. Like you can't drink on. Well, no, we do. We just I hate it. Like MLK, them niggas go skin and go mm. be hoes and. Yeah, I guess. Be, but I don't that, like that that's shit. That's some young though. people shit. That's not that, like a national. I still person. know niggas our age who do that. By the way, well, that's kind of like a Michigan. Sh- not well, like some us shit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I thought that till I lived in Atlanta. Okay. They go. They do some shit down south too. Like they go to like some mountains in Tennessee mm. and go skiing MLK weekend and shit. And I'm like, yeah, this how is crazy. How did he get with the? How did MLK get connected with skiing? He, nigga, I got a, a post a long time ago. Uh, on MLK Day and it's a picture of Martin and he's making kind of a confused face and my caption said I don't ski motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) like nigga Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. is turning in his grave oh he's still alive my bad (laughs) this nigga said Jr. Jr. is dead (laughs) oh shit anyway um Jr. Jr. kind of old to me though oh I I only (laughs) really rock with Bernice and (laughs) even me and her be bickering sometimes but but that's neither here nor there. I'm not fucking with Junior Junior. Uh, I'm not fucking with. What's the other one? I, that nigga should change his name to Martin Luther King Junior Junior. Like, <laughs> if, like, fam, who the? Anyway, though, I digress. I'm about to <laughs> this nigga got something in that green smoothie. Uh. Um, shit. All right. So, what happened in the culture this week? I feel like a lot happened, and then I got sleepy and sick and forgot about all that shit. Uh, motherfucking. Real quick, let's get into it uh, so we can get the super serious shit out the way. Um, rest in peace and blessings to the victims of the shootings in the mosque over in New Zealand. Mm. Um, I've seen some people. I I jumped online uh, after that shit started going around. The video was out. They got the video down, apparently, from all the websites. But niggas was on they, oh, that shit looked fake. I'm like, well, so uh, I, you know, whenever some shit like that happened, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't believe none of this shit. So I jumped on Twitter, yeah, and searched for shit because, like, I need this. When I was online, when I was on Google, I kept seeing the three, the same three pictures on everybody's website and the same shit. Like, all right, nigga, I need mm. to see like people yeah, because yeah, I yeah. know people go to Twitter and put up videos. Yeah, and yep. I found this one video uh, of somebody inside the mosque and um, yeah was like just surround watching showing everything that was going on inside and outside i seen mm. like niggas like shit hanging off niggas head like yeah no, i was that. like oh uh, uh d- d- this shit look real like yeah. uh this is it was unfortunate but i had to like i need to see video that's not put out by cbs or routers yeah like, i need some to see raw, some regular some raw footage shaky oh i know what twitter video looks like versus video that you Uploaded to Twitter. Yeah, like I, I, I get you saying, like, and I, I saw that, and it wasn't good. Yeah, I um, I dog. So, uh, if for those who who haven't been paying attention, uh, I'm a little confused about this part of the story because it said it was like three or four of them, but then the video they said one dude 
did the shooting, so maybe the other two or three people just helped, like, plan the shit. I don't know, but uh, 28-year-old personal trainer, white dude over in New Zealand, uh, went into two mosques during prayer time on Friday uh, in New Zealand's 12 hours ahead of us, so it was Thursday night for us. Which is crazy. And, um, yeah, the world as well. Uh, and he went into the mosque with uh, some semi-autos and just started going crazy. Uh, no, d- dude had everything. He had a whole... Yeah, he, he had, like... Ro- he said guns, it was bombs on the car, shotguns, too. Shotguns, improvised, explosive, like, yeah. ain't no... This nigga he wasn't was, playing around. He well, they said uh, he was planning it for the last two years. He was putting all this together. Did you see, so. he, he dropped a little a manifesto. The manifesto was an uh, 80-page manifesto. First off, uh, the the word manifesto just sounds scary. Yeah. Because I only ever hear it During attached shit to that. Like, this. like yeah. I know they didn't make up the word yeah. for, some, for this type of shit. Like, but yeah. that word sounds very, very scary. Because it's always attached to a nigga that just shot up some shit. Like, it's his manifesto. Yeah. I read I, um, some of that shit, though. And, uh, I read a few excerpts because I didn't want to watch the video. Um, and I didn't I ain't come across the video. I saw it uh, on Facebook for like a minute. But then when I realized what it was, I was like, all right, now I don't got time for that type of energy. I'm sick. Uh, but I did read some bars from the manifesto. And in it, he basically says Trump. President fucking Trump is one of his inspirations. He's a fucking, uh, he's the white people hero right now is what he called him. Well, I tell you this. Uh, I never believe anybody manifesto mm-hmm. uh, unless that shit was a, a video diary that you put on Facebook because mm-hmm. I have no idea if you wrote this shit or not. Like mm-hmm. y'all can, after the shit happened, you can spend the story however you want to. Yeah, somebody get into his, yeah, yeah, I got Or you. like, it was just typed. So like, yeah. like, I don't know where this shit come from, but uh, he was in the shit that I read. He was like, I did this on purpose. Yeah. I chose to do this by guns for a particular reason. I cho- yeah. like, listen, fam, uh, the face of terrorism yeah. is white male. Big facts. Like, we always, when you think of terrorists, they have programmed you to think of a, a, a brown skin, silky hair looking individual yeah. with a turban. And history has shown us that, like, World history has shown us yeah. the white man is a terrorist. Yeah, um, not all white men. So when I say no, no, man, yeah, I'm thinking no, like like the, man, like yeah, the the white human race yeah. has been the biggest terrorist in the entire world for the entirety of the world, nigga. Like at least a good six thousand years. So, and this is something I want to get into when we start talking about finding justice a little later. But the gall of the white man to be as fearful of Muslims to be as fearful of blacks to be as fearful of other races when they've committed so many of the atrocities that we've had to deal with but for y'all to be scared of us is fucking mind-blowing to me like and not only that but to then not understand why we fear y'all to the point that we think when y'all come in the fucking, when a cop run up on us, and we're going to get into it later, but when a cop run up on me, and that nigga's yelling and screaming, and and I don't got a fucking weapon, but I'm flinchy because I don't know what the fuck you going, how you don't understand my fear enough to not shoot me in the fucking chest five times just because I'm fucking shaky a little bit? Like, no, I don't got no weapon on me, but white people scare me, yeah. <laughs> nigga. So, y'all been killing people all across the world for, since the beginning of time, bro. Yeah. I understand. Like. You are the threat, like them. Yeah, but they they have conditioned us since GI Joe to think in Middle Eastern 
are the quote unquote terrorists. When you watch Back to the Future, mm-hmm. the terrorists in there was Middle Eastern. Yep. When you watch Passenger 57, the terrorists, like they have been programming us yeah. to think that the people from these sides of the world. so underrated, by the way. From these people from this portion of the world are the terrorists. And in real life, it's you. And yeah. you have always been that That's, way. Dog, white people, you know what? I'm This one I'm going to give to white people. Y'all is fucking evil geniuses, nigga. Because y'all niggas literally commit the crimes and then convince us that it's us. And that's fucking crazy. Convince the world that it's Muslims. Um, did you see about the Australian senator that got hit with the egg? Yeah, that shit made me laugh. So, so <clears throat> I know nothing about the, this Australian senator, mm-hmm. um, but the headline says racist senator gets mm-hmm. hit with egg, and now he's just racist. So, like, I heard him say four words and get smacked with an egg, and I would have beat the shit out that little boy. <laughs> so they said uh, he's known for his Islamophobia. And he's known for his position on uh, immigration in Australia. And during the, well, not during that press conference, but prior to that press conference, after the shooting, he had put out the statement uh, through his people, probably on Twitter, if he getting down like Trump, basically saying that the Muslims were killed because Muslims immigrated over here, like, or migrated over here. If y'all weren't over here, you wouldn't have been killed, like, our immigration policies that let y'all over here, you fascist ass niggas, that's what got y'all killed. So basically, it's y'all fault. It's y'all shouldn't have came over here. That's basically what the nigga was saying. And he said anybody practicing a religion that preaches violence um, should be or shouldn't be surprised if they're met with violence by people from other backgrounds. So that was his stance prior to that press conference. So that's why my man came loaded with the fucking egg and well, smack dog in the head. Well, I just say it like this. Yeah, depending on who you ask, they'll tell you Farrakhan is anti-Semitic. Yep, they'll tell you that he hates this and hates that. Depending on what what side of the argument or how literal you take words or the context you take words, mm-hmm. uh, th- you could do tell me that Farrakhan is an evil person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What's interesting to me though, and I forgot when I when I start talking about it, but how they have portrayed a certain class of people. And lumped them under the the religion Muslim because yeah. like you can't ban like a religion. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Farrakhan is a Muslim. Yeah. Is he banned? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but um, what if? Because white folks, white men, keep running up in tr- in, in in mosque and shooting innocent people up. Yeah. So what if they start doing that to us? Yeah. Because you are the face. Of terrorism to them. Mm-hmm. I know they tried to pin that 9-11 shit on there. I think it was Bush and his cronies. Whatever. That's, that's damn a whole, near been all but proven. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's a whole nother yeah. thing we can go down here. But, like, w- show me the history yeah. that they have of attacking American people. Yeah. Because I don't see it. Hey. I'm sure you can find me someone. Like, yeah. there's not, like, I don't have this, all this proof. But I know for 100% certain yeah. that we, white folks, Americans, because mm-hmm. when I say we, I'm talking mm-hmm. about the quote unquote America. Keep going over. We've been in their countries bombing, yeah, bombing shit, for years, shit, killing their women, and you keep kids. going into their mosque here, yeah. and shooting that shit up. So what if yeah. they like, look, man, fuck that. We under attack. I'm tired. I'm about to go into the Catholic Church and shoot that bitch up. Yeah. We will lose our fucking mind, fam. And so that was literally my example the other day. I was having a little uh, conversation about the shooting, and I said, and I was having it with a white person. A friend of mine and I said because she didn't seem to really understand the gravity like she seemed like damn that's fucked up 
but it didn't really hit her like or at least it wasn't coming off and she took it seriously and i know she's a staunch catholic she was raised that way so i said imagine the response oh that's what we were talking about trump's reaction he did the normal a thoughts and prayers are with the people in new zealand blah 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 and i said imagine his response tweets and retweets is with all y'all yeah no 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 god (laughs) bless you like that nigga like at me though thoughts and Um, prayers is tweets and retweets thoughts and prayers is an nra statement that's their thing nigga so i told her imagine a muslim man walking into a catholic church during uh Nigga, imagine a Muslim walking up in Joe Osteen Church and just shooting that bitch up. No, no, no. I didn't even want it to be Joe. I wanted to be Catholic. I wanted to be majority white in a majority white uh, religion. Walk in there, a Muslim man walk in there and kill fifty-one people. Nigga, Trump whole tweet would have been that nigga Twitter would have blew up, bro. That nigga would have hit the button already. Fam, that's nigga. <laughs> what a button? All top, he'd have aimed that missile at fucking Islam and just would have sent it over there. For nothing the north korea missile he trying to work on he'd have been like nigga turn that bitch to the right and send that over like, he'd have snapped so for you to react so calmly and so like eh, about a it's just it's fucked up man we live in a fucked up world fucked up times but um prayers and blessings to all those people yeah, man, uh, tweets and, retweets, man. and tweets and retweets for <laughs> show uh shit sound wild but that's that's what they that's when people say i'm praying for you that's what they do so they, i posted that on facebook like two weeks ago i said that prayer emoji doesn't fuck that's not a prayer i when i ask you to pray for me don't just send that if you want to send it but make sure you hit god with the prayer though because he ain't got his phone on i'll be honest man yeah i don't want some of y'all praying for me Cause oh, know. that's a big fact. Cause I don't know who you praying to. That's a big fact. Don't I, say I don't know who you praying yeah. to. I don't. I don't need some. I know that that sounds no, no, no. probably harsher than what I mean. No, I know exact. And not only do I not know who you're praying to, I also don't know how you're praying. Cause you could be coming at it. I don't. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Cause I'm. I'm with that. I say a lot of st- like I. I was telling. Uh, we was having a convo, and I was like, when I get married, if I'm lucky enough to get married, um. I'm not inviting nobody to the wedding who I don't know or feel confident praise for me and my fiance. Like, you can't just come to my wedding just because I know you, nigga. You have to have, like, I have to believe that I'm not just your friend, but somebody you pray for actively. Yeah. Because if not, I don't want your vibes. I done been to too many weddings where everybody in that, it's like, no, nigga, we sitting in a pew and she hating on the bride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right right now in the church, she hating on you. I hear it. Why why is she here? I feel it. I feel bad energy coming off. Fam, I done been to weddings where I knew the groom side bitch was right over there. Chilling. Come on, huh? And she got that invite, though. Cool. <laughs> Want to know what's funny? And that one that I'm thinking about, that invite came from the wife. Mm. It's one I heard she was on the bride side. Mm. Watch, watch this. Mm. Anyway, man. Uh, yeah, dog. Pray pray for the people of New Zealand. But more importantly, pray for the world, man. Pray for Aunt Becky. Yo, <laughs> now we get into the culture, dog. Now we get into the culture. Uh, pray for Because motherfucking, yo, this nigga Uncle Jesse didn't die for this, man. No, uh, <laughs> Uncle Jesse is no. rolling in his grave right Uncle now. Uncle Jesse is at the crib like, have mercy, nigga. Cousin Joey is like, cut it out. Nigga. <laughs> cut it out. This nigga, oh my God. So, uh, about, what was it, about 50 white people? Uh, well, let me not say white because I don't know. The, the, no, they've they only were, all fifty may have been white, but they've only shown Aunt Becky and then that other Felicity Hoffman or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, I don't like people named Felicity. I don't know people named Felicity except her. And the, the, the TV show Felicity. Felicity was that about her? 
No. <laughs> God damn it. That's why I'm like, it's a real person able to listen to Yeah, I don't shit? I don't know. Uh Aunt Becky, aka Lori Laughlin and Felicity Hoffman and about forty eight other rich, affluent people were arrested mm-hmm. for their involvement <laughs> in a college admission scam bigger than anything non sports related ever. Like this is just pure education side like this because we used to this in athletics on the fucking regular admissions i just want my kid to go to usc oh my god so a lot of schools have been named in it usc ucla yale university of texas to name a few um these people have been paying admissions officers uh and other people basically to get their children in Mm -hmm. it's nepotism at its fucking finest (laughs) nigga like it's well, not even nepotism. It's like this is a whole different word. Pay for play. This is privilege. This is white privilege, man. This is this is what bothers me. Because mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm the one of my aliases, the conspiracy theorist, or mm-hmm. the conspiracy realist. When I be trying to explain, like on basic levels of shit, mm-hmm. there are systems put in place. Because this is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like they conspire together to make things look a certain way, yep. but really be running something different behind the scene, right? Yep. When I be trying to explain to different people about different things, they be like, "Nigga, you crazy? That shit don't happen." Yeah. If niggas is cheating just to get your college on a resume, when something bigger happens, you think that nobody yeah. has some extra skin in the game or pulling yeah. on things behind the pulling strings behind the scene? Like one, I thought this shit always happened. Yeah, Hell I didn't yeah. think that, like I I just thought that like hey. I want my kid to go here. Let's make a a, a donation. A donation, to yeah. The now this shit yeah. is the 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 Mr. and Mrs. Johnson Wing yeah. Library, yeah. and now my kid can go there. Like I didn't think that this was like a thing, like a surprise. I but just knew this is how it worked. I think what what was making, I guess, slightly made this different was a lot of these weren't necessarily donations. This was straight up payments to the officer. Or these niggas photoshopped themselves yeah. doing sports. They got sports yeah. scholarships. These niggas were... <laughs> you ain't never rolled in your life. They you were lying about rowing. grades. They were lying about test scores. They were lying about GPAs. They were lying about their sports and athleticism. Like, like, like in, That's not a joke. Like In real life, yeah. they photoshopped themselves during sports. Yeah, that they now did not the play. That's part I think that's fucked up. Is yeah. Because like... That sports scholarship didn't go to somebody who plays that sport. Like, forget to yeah. like if you just want to be admitted and you want to pay your money and everything like that. All right, fuck it, you in here. Yeah. But somebody didn't get a chance to go on a scholarship that they probably couldn't afford to go to this school. But yeah. I was gonna get by my hard work and my effort, and you stole my scholarship because you yeah. got a clever nigga with a, a, a iPad, like in Photoshop. Like, yeah, um, they were fucking paying millions of that. Yo, so I didn't know Aunt Becky was married to the nigga from Target, the Massimo nigga. I hmm. didn't even know he was like a real person. I just thought that was the name of the brand. But they over there with a hundred million. That's chilling. Crazy. Aunt Becky said, Uncle Jesse, bye, nigga. Um, white people, rich people, uh, white people and rich people alike. If your kid is fucking too dumb to get into some of these colleges based on their uh, financial advantages, if they can't bring the academics up to be able to get them into some of these schools, 
maybe they just don't fucking need to go to school. Like, I know one of Aunt Becky's daughters is apparently or was apparently a popular YouTube yeah. person. She's like, I don't, I don't like and college. she's said, I don't like school. I don't like the idea of going to school. I don't want to go to class. I don't want to wake up. And y'all paid for her. She said she wanted to do the college experience, like going to games. Yeah. And like doing the party. Yeah, but like I don't want to. But she literally said, I love YouTube. I love what I do on YouTube. I love my YouTube following. But guess what? I think she should. Yes. Do the YouTube Do what the shit. fuck? Because guess what? You didn't need college to make it in this world. Your daddy worth $100 million. Uh, to quote one of my homies, uh, Superwoman J, um, the gag is <laughs> that this 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 college shit it, it don't really matter. And when I let me let me qualify that mm-hmm. to some people, um, like you need that shit to be on your resume, yeah, because it gives you a stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Oh, you went to Yale, yeah. I'm gonna pick you, yeah. I know that you've, you 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 you've you've played the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, you went to a four year university, yeah. I know that you went through twelve years of indoctrination, at least six to eight more, yeah. You're ready to play this game. I got yeah. your stamp of approval. I got one of my friends who was in um, HR for a major company and shit. He's like, nigga, we don't be calling all these places requesting transcripts. Like, you know how much money that would cost? Yeah. He's like, no, we don't. Like, if we think you're lying, we'll do some investigation or some yeah. shit. But, like, man, you can stamp anything on that motherfucker. Oh, I went to uh, University of Ohio. Or I went yeah. to the University of Michigan. Everybody not checking that shit. I, um, but when you see that on your resume, yeah, like, they want that stamp of approval yeah. to let me cut the line. Yeah. I got my VIP wristband. Oh, I'm a this particular star. I'm in this, I'm in this. And when you yeah. read my rap sheet, so to speak, oh, you a Yale graduate. Yeah. In, in communication now so now you've been doing your youtube shit now you're a yale graduate with a master's yeah. in communication now yes you can work yeah. at fox or yep. nbc or cbs because besides me greasing the palms i have the 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 flawed you have to pay live the paper, paperwork mm-hmm. to say i'm official and like that's what that shit about um i work in recruiting specifically within the legal industry so i deal with a lot of uh, attorneys um primarily i recruit attorneys and general counsel okay. across the country and here in michigan for example just to to give a bit of how much that school shit matters and doesn't matter all in the same token if you've gone to thomas cooley law school you've essentially wasted three years of your life it's the I would say in Michigan, it's the worst law school you can go to. It's barely hanging on to its accreditation and you can't get a job. Not well, let me not say that because you can get a job within law. You can go practice law with a Cooley degree, but it's very unlikely that a reputable firm is hiring somebody who went to Cooley. And that's unfortunate. And no one tells you that when you apply to Cooley. Most people aren't researching the fact that most Cooley graduates, a majority of them, like a high percentage, are not passing the bar the first time they go, which is one of the reasons why it's losing its accreditation, because it's like this is a waste of time when you're getting bar results back and 70 percent of Cooley students didn't pass on their first go. But all the Wayne State kids passed and all the. So what do you you think that's a product of? You think that's a product of. The, ch- the 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 people who came here mm-hmm. probably couldn't get accepted to anywhere else, and that's so. And like we took them anyway because we want our folks to be at. Like we we took them anyway. Yeah. Or so, is it like oh we just don't teach good? So uh, I actually think it's a combination of a couple things. Uh, 
going into a conversation. I feel like me and you have had, but it could have been in our own personal talks uh, and not necessarily on a pod, but we're not prepared for life when we go to college. And that's yeah. where my problem with college comes. I went to college. I graduated from college. I went to law school. I didn't graduate. I had to get the fuck on. But we're not taught certain things that we should be taught. So when you're coming out of law school and you're applying or coming out of undergrad and you're applying to law schools and your grades maybe aren't good enough or your internships weren't good enough to get into, I don't even want to say a top law school, but a respectable law school, now it's ingrained in your head, oh, I'm going to get into law school. And then you get that acceptance letter from Cooley. And you so lit that you finally got in. You're not realizing, nigga, you are about to waste three years of time, of effort, of energy, of money. Because you probably going to end up in your own practice if you want to be successful. You're probably not. So I think where it comes from is we get so caught up on the idea of, hey, I have to go to law school. Because that was my plan. How I look that now we don't now we don't deviate because we think oh if somebody sees my resume and sees that I went to law school if somebody knows I'm a lawyer or I have a JD I look like I'm like, creaming a crop but no nigga you don't you look like a dummy because that's not like no offense to somebody that's that's not their wheelhouse yeah you yeah, say yeah. this is the company or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. they like cool or like so. You know, I'll I be online and looking for mics and equipment and do different yeah. shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll see some people selling or somebody send me a link. Like, nigga, look at this. This is a good deal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would never use that shit. It's a good deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, like, do you know what this brand is or do you know yep. how this works? Like, yep. because that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. I understand that shit. So, like, some from a third party, that shit looks great. Yeah. So if, yes, I don't know nothing about law schools. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I would see that shit like, oh, shit, nigga, I know law yeah. But for people who are in that, yeah. they have a different... And it may not even be justified as far as, like, you can be fucking yeah. Johnny Cochran hey, coming out that guess bitch. Guess what the fuck? And that's my next point. The laws didn't change. The law the same at Cooley, <laughs> at Yale, at U of M. Right. The law's the fucking same. And how I apply myself, depending on who's going to be my teacher, is going to be exactly the same. Because if I don't apply this shit the way that it's supposed to be applied for me to be successful in the legal industry as an attorney, it don't matter if I went to Yale. It don't matter if I went to U of M. It don't matter if I went to Cooley. If I don't do it properly, Listen, it don't matter where the fuck I, I went. I niggas who have never went to law school yeah. and have defended themselves against the feds and won. I, nigga, I know several people in, in prison. Yeah. Who have gotten early paroles based on shit they studied from behind them bars. Shit, we have yeah. Freeway Rick in here. Freeway sure. Rick went into prison illiterate. I could not read and write and mm-hmm. found learned to read, learn to write, and beat a life conviction and got itself out of prison. Yeah. Like, so I don't care where you went to, to me personally. Me. I don't care where you went to school. Do you yeah. know what you're doing? It, nigga, exactly. So. If I pass the bar. I don't give a fuck what school I went to. Did I pass this motherfucker? Yeah. Did you? Is this the the qualifications I need to be like to practice law? Did I get? Did I give you the correct answers? Yeah. It's not no shit I can cheat on. Yeah. I, from my understanding, like that shit long and it's hard. Pause. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> but like I don't I don't know maybe yeah. can cheat on anything. No, so but. all all that to say, man, like to to everybody that was caught up in this college admission scandal. Like, this should be a teaching moment. Whether they do jail or not, whether these niggas get fucking probation and house arrest or whatever the fuck they get, this should be a teaching moment. Y'all have everything your kids could possibly need for to be successful at anything. Don't force them to go get that paperwork. 
Now, I did see something. I didn't spend a lot of time on it. What's that? But a lot of people have been bringing up, like, hey, um, they, like, arrested some girl because they thought she was cheating, and her ACT or some shit went up, like, 400 points, and now she got to prove that she didn't cheat and everything like that. Like, I feel like I saw that. Uh wasn't she black? Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Then they had like some school district who was like fixing results, whatever. Like they went to prison and every mm-hmm. like when the when a certain class of people cheat on some academics, mm-hmm. you know, y'all be, have that same energy yeah. as y'all do with us. So a lot of uh, I think every single one of these schools in some fashion is currently under a uh, lawsuit. Um, there have been several suits coming left and right for each one of these schools from applicants who feel that they didn't get in based on these types of scandals. So I think it's going to be real interesting moving forward because the other part of that uh, argument or discussion, affirmative action. Mm. And we've been getting told as as blacks and minorities uh, that Oh, we only got into this college because they had to meet a black quota. They don't. They had to meet a Native American quota. They had to meet the Hispanic quota. Y'all niggas wasn't good enough. Y'all grades wasn't good enough. And it's like a lot of times, just yes, the fuck it was. But affirmative action is a thing, and it was meant to balance that scale. But when you find out that and even so, with and what, you know what's right, you know yeah. what I probably wouldn't be here if y'all didn't make me. Yeah, because you motherfuckers wouldn't let me be yeah, here. Ex- so nigga, <laughs> and that's my fucking point. Y'all put something in play to make the scale balanced, but you were still behind the scenes unbalancing the shit, man. So even when we have policies in place to make this shit a little more even and make the fight fair, we don't know that we still fighting a losing fight a majority of the time, man. So money talks, nigga. Bullshit runs a marathon, dog. Um, but shout out to Uncle, or not Uncle Jesse, Aunt Becky. Um, Cause I hope she go to jail for like daughter, thirty days. Her daughters look just like her. Too. They really do. They really How fucking do. They? Uh, I know one of them was like twenty. I think the YouTuber is like twenty. Oh. Um, and I feel like the other one's eighteen. But they both had to drop out of USC. They didn't give a fuck. They not hurt. They ain't want to go there. Oh, and I heard uh, Aunt Becky' husband is like a super duper Trump supporter. Super duper. So fuck him. We don't. I saw her husband. I didn't know. I didn't know her husband's name. But like, yeah, you know, Massimo him. Target nigga. Yeah. Oh no, I was looking at the uh, the Felicity. Oh no husband. no, uh, William H Macy. Yeah, 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 fucking phenomenal actor, nigga. And shit, now y'all out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on, I got some other shit. Oh shit, I hit Jay about this the other day because I just want to talk about it real quick. I ain't even gonna bring it up. Or, or say the words because niggas been hitting me like, oh, every week y'all trying to get on some toxic femininity. Yeah. But, hey, it, it is, is what, what it is. I see examples of the shit and I just want y'all to know that we don't be tripping. We love the ladies, but a lot of time the ladies don't love us back, man. So uh, I'm on I'm on the internet the other day and uh, I see my man Raz B from B2K put out a video saying he wasn't going back on the tour because he had seen Chris Stokes at one of the stops of the millennium tour and he's not going to be involved in a tour if chris stokes is a part of this tour in any way shape or form so if you don't remember a little while back raz b came out uh a lot of niggas called him crazy um he said that chris stokes had sexually harassed him had molested them um he was very vivid in a lot of his description about what had happened to the group uh, and what chris stokes had done to them so obviously he's traumatized. Um, and when you see your molester, your attacker, your abuser, 
at a show and you didn't fucking expect to see them. I could understand the trauma. I already told Amaran, like, I'm not coming back yeah, until he, you make sure. He said. That this nigga don't show up to any of our shows. He told Omarion to fix it. Omarion, the clear leader of the group, he said, nigga, fix this. Because y'all niggas denied everything that I said however many years ago. Yeah. But y'all know for a fact that I'm not lying about my trauma. Don't if, nobody care about the rape and yeah, molestation of boys. Uh, so, and to prove that point, let me read a few of my favorite comments in his video. <sighs> All by women, by the way. And these are just a few. Um, Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. I actually saw that in there like several times. I don't know why, but I am dying laughing. This shit is funny. Mm. Whoa, I am glad I didn't waste a coin. Who want to see this bum ass nigga perform anyway? He look washed up. Um, As sir. you currently look washed yeah. your entire life. <laughs> um, sir, I did not pay my hard earned coins to see three B2K members. Get your punk ass on the stage. Side note, women. What's up with coins? Like y'all won't stop saying coins. Yeah. Like y'all won't. It's been about three years now. Yeah. Like it's, I just, it's cool way to say. Like I get it. Yeah. Like, I ain't pay my hard earned coins. I hate coins. Well, look, man. Just in general, dog. If that was a woman, Feminist and it was a said this man raped and molested him as he was a child, as a kid, and he don't want to see his abuser ever. I don't ever want to see this nigga. You can't come to my show. And y'all niggas is worried about y'all little hundred dollars. Y'all mad that a man who said this this man sexually abused us as children. Boy. On some MJ shit. Boy. I mean, how many pictures did you see them all laid up, hugged and cuddly yeah. in the bed? And like, because we've been seeing questionable shit way before he even told us about the Christmas. We shit. always allow. Yeah. The benefit of the doubt. When it comes to this questionable ass behavior, man. Yeah. I don't like it, dog. Yeah, I just, in general, and this wasn't even really to jump on the toxic femininity part of it. I just wanted to point out that it existed again. But more important than all why, that. Why man, is Chris Stokes made to feel comfortable walking around? Chris Stokes, get the fuck away from me. If you touch me as a child, don't ever, because I'll kill you as an adult. Let's, let's talk about it. Like, if you touch me as a kid and nothing happened to you, this could go the fuck down. Like, if I don't kill you, I'll beat your ass. Don't be at my show, bro. Don't be at my show, man. Rasby looked scared to death in that video, nigga. Like, niggas talking about, oh, he looked crazy. He looked, nigga. He got traumatized. He looked traumatized. That's the fuck he looked like, man. So, uh, shout out to Rasby. I don't know if he really did drop out of the tour. I don't know if Omarion fixed it. Um, DJ Clue is the only one who could fix this. <laughs> you know? I literally I <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there, but God bless him, man. And Chris Stokes, man, stop being fucking nasty. Um... Yo, I randomly seen this and I screenshot it just to like talk about it. So it was a thing on Yahoo Finance about the average price of dating in each US state. I've seen Did that. You see we, this? We talked about that a couple months ago. Yeah. Um the average price of a date in Michigan is $112.90. About right. Of a single date. And I felt like yeah, that that was accurate, but then and that kind of leads me into something I wanted what's to say. What was look at Kansas or something like that? Hold on. No, no, no. My favorite one was, yo, we're in South Dakota at real quick. Hold on. Oh, fuck. I got to learn where shit is on the map. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I really did see South Dakota. And was you got to like, look at the flat earth map. It'd be easier to. Here it go. Kansas was 5476. You stupid. <laughs> 
Kansas was 5476. I got to go to Kansas. No, nigga. we got to go to South Dakota, nigga. $38. <laughs> nigga. I'm going on a Average date, date every night this week, Man, nigga. Man, if I lived in South Dakota, I have a hundred wives, nigga. Let me take your ass on a $200 date in South Dakota. Oh nigga. my god, nigga. We married tomorrow. It's fam. Fam. <laughs> Uh, some of the more ridiculous numbers on here. Average date in New York is two hundred ninety-seven dollars, which nah. it makes sense because New York expensive as fuck. Not me, but no, nah. don't make sense for. I don't live in New York. <laughs> my 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 wage has not been adjusted for the cost of living in New York City. My wage ain't been adjusted for the cost of living in Detroit, <laughs> nigga. It, speaking of which, nigga, living in Detroit. Oh my god, my segways right now is on fire. Yo, so I just read this the other day. And I only screenshot, this was in the Metro Times, but I screenshot this particular bar. Let me read this off. Uh, so it was an article about the cost of living in Detroit, yeah. specifically how people from Detroit literally cannot afford to live in Detroit anymore. Mm. Um, the city specifically. So not the burbs for you uh, Southfield niggas. Um, in America's most impoverished big city, which we have been for a long time, nigga, mm-hmm. The average rent has increased 80.2% since July of 2011, from $585 a month to $1,054 just this past February. $1,054 may not be a lot, like, to some people, well, uh, but let's get what into the bars. What the y'all living at $4,000 at in the oh. city of Detroit? That's not downtown. Because, like, y'all probably paying too much. So the article starts out talking about a man. I won't say his name like the article did. But it's talking about a man who had a pretty low-end apartment in Cass Corridor that used to be $400. He makes 9 bucks an hour as a part-time janitor. And now his 500 or $400 apartment is now just over $1,000. And now he lives with his wife and his daughter or son. Uh, in shelters, and they bounce around from shelters to friends' home because they can't afford to live. And he's been in Cass Corridor for pretty much his adult life, and now he can't move. He can't be downtown. He ain't no car. Mm-mm, he could walk to work. Mm. So uh, he said he tried to pay the thousand dollars for a year, and realized that seventy percent of his annual wages were going to rent. Mm. That's fucking insane, bro. Oh, and he said it went from the five hundred dollars to the thousand in the last like four years. Cause like that's you, fucking crazy. Downtown bro. Midtown, that shit is. So I yeah. understand when they so that thousand dollar joint yeah. is probably they took the average of rents, rental properties, whatever in the city, and average them bitches out. Yeah, and, and the high end yeah. of downtown Midtown probably brought that average all the way to fuck yep. up yep. because. If you're living in apartments on Jero and Southfield Freeway, you're not paying $1,000 in the bitch. Exactly. If you live in the fucking the French quarters behind Cody, you're mm-hmm. not paying $1,000 living so in the You better not pay You know what I'm saying? Like, so you better not have $1,000 over there, nigga. Uh-huh. Uh, the median household income in Detroit is $27,838. Mm-hmm. Household. Household income. That's not even like if you more people in your that's that's household. The median household, everyone who lives in this house makes a total. The median, the average is twenty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty eight dollars. To put that in perspective, a family earning the median household income of twenty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty eight dollars would have to spend nearly fifty percent of their annual earnings to have an average apartment in the city of Detroit. How you going to save? How you going to send your kids to do anything? 
how you going so do anything so this is really important because when kamala harris was on uh kamala kamala harris kamala i don't know i can't yeah i think it is kamala i want to say um but when she was on a breakfast club and she said she has a, a a program that she already proposed that like if you spend more than a third of your income mm. on housing and uh or like housing and lights or whatever mm-hmm. like you would get back an additional five thousand dollar like tax credit yeah or uh yeah uh, or, you know six thousand dollar tax credit and it's like y'all was trashing her and doing all this shit uh-huh. like you need that yeah because yeah. they were like well what you gonna do specifically for black people nigga that, in the city of the, that that i know it don't say yeah black people yeah but we when gotta when, learn to read between the lines like when the majority of the people who gonna be helped are yeah. you yeah but you know what the problem is and why we not recognizing that that's for us that's help directly for us because we don't like to admit that we're a part of that median that our total household is making under thirty thousand dollars we don't want to admit that we got a ball out because a lot of that median got some buffs on. A lot of that median Fam. got some fucking uh, fake Gucci belts and fam, Fendi you, belts. You and make $15,000 an hour. That's yeah. only $30,000 a year, fam. Barely. Before taxes. That means the city, and which is why I don't, I, people argue with me all the time. Yeah. The argument about fast food workers making $15,000 an hour. Yeah. The reason people are so staunchly against it, because you don't make $15,000 yeah. an hour. And you see that job as yeah. being less that's, than you. That's beneath you. And oh, the people beneath me gonna make more money than me? Yeah, because I know y'all don't make fifteen dollars yeah. an hour because I hire y'all, and I know what I hire y'all in at. And guess what? I live here. I live here. I used to always joke and say like, "Yo, niggas in Detroit love like taking a picture with like two thousand dollars worth of shit on in front of a house that barely costs two thousand dollars." I could say that jokingly, but I'm also being dead to fuck serious. Find the seriousness in my jest, nigga. Y'all motherfuckers have to realize. Until you admit that you are living at or below that median income, you will never get above that median income. And if you don't get above it, nigga, Detroit is moving forward with or nobody going to help you out because we all think you're doing good. We think you're doing fucking fantastic. According to Instagram, Detroit popping. Hey, guess what? I ain't a nigga that counts your pockets. If you if if we going to do something that costs a bit of money and you come with me, I'm going to assume you got it. If you out here with buffs on, I'm gonna assume you got them. It's two, two to three thousand dollar glasses. On. Hey, I bet I'm gonna assume you got it. But again, these stats don't lie, nigga. Men lie, women lie, like a motherfucker. And that's not the state of Michigan. That's men Detroit. and women lie like a motherfucker. I don't take that. That's Detroit. That's Detroit. That so the affluent white folks who have moved back into the city yeah. who live there, that's including them. Yeah, they didn't run that average. Yeah. Up. So that means before them white people got here since 2011. When when Quicken took the fuck over and all these jobs and StockX and all them got down there, that means y'all niggas were well below that twenty seven thousand. Because at, at one point I I thought that shit was like sixteen or some shit. It probably was. And again, there are only seven hundred thousand people in the city of Detroit. And hate to be the bearer of bad news, the majority of them ain't white. The majority of them obviously ain't affluent. Eighty six percent of us is black. It's the blackest. Yeah, it's blackest. The city. blackest big city. In the, in the country And That tells me Y'all niggas ain't getting it Like y'all telling me Y'all getting it Men lie Women lie Both y'all lie Like a motherfucker But numbers don't Look I still live in the city I Facts moved, I moved back to the city About two years ago Facts And like I know niggas out here struggling Cause I see how many people Living on Like how many people Living in this house On my block Yeah like, Niggas coming out 42 deep 
Like, I know how many bedrooms my house got. Yeah. Like, I know they didn't make all these houses differently on the same <laughs> block. Like, how many people coming out that bitch? But to that point right there, it's how many of y'all in that house? And the average median home income, house income of all y'all 13 niggas in that house is 27000 Hey man, this week in culture, we just trying to teach y'all. Get y'all shit up. Y'all fucking my averages up, man. <laughs> <laughs> y'all fucking my numbers up, man. Let's let's bring the property value back up, man. And um, real quick, or real shit, like just stop fronting. I know we we get on the gram, we get on the socials, man. We start fronting and making it look like we got something that we ain't got. But that's hurting us. Cause when we don't admit that we ain't got it, nigga, we're falling behind. Dog. Or stop scamming. Stop scamming. T- Yo, that nigga that got arrested. Because a lot of times, like we y'all, y'all got a little bit more money than was reported because you niggas keep scamming. Yeah, and, but y'all, y'all scamming the niggas who actually got money, stealing identities and shit. Like relax on that, bro. Um, you see that rapper nigga that got arrested? That shit made me laugh. Is that nigga literally? Yo, young people, stop snitching on yourself. And like, then holding classes of how to do illegal activities. This nigga was holding scam classes. And then scamming the scam classes. And then they said the nigga's scams wasn't good. He got arrested. <laughs> like, you weren't as great. Oh, my God. Detroit is funny as fuck, man. Shout out to my city. He is not the um, OG. He is definitely not the scam OG, man. And, uh, shit, let's get into. Oh, oh, hold up. I had a question for us. Niggas came at us with the. Hold on. Do, 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 do. We got a fucking Blackberry letter question. And then we're going to get into OG and finding justice. So, <clears throat> hey, guys, and shout out to the homie. She know who she is. She told me to say this anonymously. So, uh, probably because she lived with her nigga, but I, I ain't going to get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the question is now. <laughs> Well, this is what makes it funny because I know she live with her niggas. So um, maybe they ain't together and they just still live together because that median household income is, you know. Um, a guy from back home, she not from here. She moved to the city, I think, for college. And then she just never left Michigan. Uh, hey, guys. A guy from back home wants to hang out whenever I'm in L.A. We're setting it up. And then all of a sudden we're texting and he randomly sent me a dick pic. <laughs> Never once have we ever talked sexually before. Why do you think you want to hang out? So I got mad. He told me to delete the picture and said that it's not a big deal. I'm pissed off and feel disrespected. He says I'm being petty and everyone makes mistakes. My question is, is it a big deal or am I seeing it differently than someone else would? It's not the first time I've heard that it's not a big deal, but usually if a guy sends pictures, at least let the woman ask for them. Don't just send me one, especially while we're having while we're having a normal discussion. <laughs> no. So they was talking about her going back to L.A. <laughs> hey, and catching hey, up with her. That wild. And nigga just said, hey, you know what? When you in L.A., <laughs> nigga dick. <laughs> that nigga said dick. So look, I ain't never sent a dick big before, right? Yeah. So, like. I don't know, like, from, <laughs> I got a lot of female friends, and they say, like, nigga, they get, like, unsolicited pics, like, all the uh. time. Like, it's a thing, right? And it's wild yeah. because, like, <laughs> clearly has to work for a nigga for him to keep doing it. Like, it had to work one time, right? Because, like, why would you, like, if if, if I'm just going, yeah. if I'm going to start if tomorrow shoot it and start yeah. shooting a bitch, and all of them is like, ah, why you do that? Like, yeah. you would stop. So I feel like the averages are definitely in the favor of the dick pic sender. Um... Like 
It had at one t- at least once it worked for I, you. I feel like niggas is at least shooting like nine for seventeen <laughs> off the <laughs> Like we over fifty percent. Um, I've Nigga never like, seen. <laughs> I can just imagine like, so what you doing today? I just gotta work. What time you wanna? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I gotta go to my mama house because she's at a <laughs> dig dig <pit. laughs> Oh niggas shit! Are wild. They can talk about pulling up from forty, nigga. <laughs> shit. Yeah, these niggas is Trey Young out the here, Steph bro. Curry of the dick pic. Um, <laughs> I've never sent a dick pic. I done sent some pics, oh, but shit. it wasn't of the dick. Uh, so I don't know the success rate of the dick pic. But I again, I feel like there has to be niggas is scoring somewhere. I, I hear this, I hear that women get them so much. Yeah. Like it got to work. But you know what I thought though too? And maybe I'm if a, you don't like the guy, it don't work. And that's you just walked me down a motherfucking street. Nigga, that's the problem. If the woman is into that guy and she wants to fuck that nigga, that dick pic is welcome. Maybe she didn't ask for it, but it's welcome, nigga. It's welcome in her home. No, I get tits in, the, in my. I mean, I get shots. Yeah, that yeah. sent to me. Some welcome. I mean, I'm always hey, send yeah. them here. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Don't send them to me. Uh, <laughs> send them to Jay. Send them to Jay. I'm passing my nigga my tit pics. Like I don't send my mind. nigga the pics. And like sometimes, like it be a stranger, not a stranger, yeah. but like you don't really know. Yeah. And I'm be like, oh shit, you like the picture or some yeah. shit, and they be like. That's it. Like, which what you want me to do? Like, I, I still don't like you, but like, that nigga Jay said, "Thank you, nice tits." I don't know what to tell you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No. So it's funny. So to my point about, I ain't never sent a dick pic. Like, I've had women send me like wild ass, risque ass pictures or videos, um, and then like I might talk about, you know, we might freaky text, but I'm not sending shit back. I'll <laughs> like, tell you one time, you bro. ain't getting a return. Years ago, a long, long time ago, yeah. uh, somebody sent me. They were sending me all these pics. So I'm uh-huh. like, all right, like, yeah, they was getting more risk. I'm like, it all right, so we try to yeah. get it popping, and then like, Jack, like she didn't want to. I'm like, what the fuck are you sending me these pictures, fam? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, stop sending me your naked tits if you like. Yeah. If you're not even trying to like, what what is your purpose? A girl sent me the the pussy pic, and then. Listen to the podcast, and I think we had an episode <laughs> where literally all we said was, "Yo, if you send your pics to, us, they safe with us. We ain't showing them. We ain't putting them on the web. We ain't blasting you like yo naked pics is safe with us." Thanks. But we also advised, "Hey, stop sending pictures to niggas in general. But if you send them to us, stay safe." She texts me right after we uh, put that podcast <laughs> up. She said, "I knew I shouldn't have sent you that picture." <laughs> <laughs> Was it fired though? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to this weekend culture. I'm your host, and Wood. We had uh cut out niggas had some difficulties. Uh anyway. <laughs> so uh to the young lady, yo, no, you're not tripping. You have the right to feel disrespected if that's how that pick made you feel. Um if you I'm I'm probably assuming you're not gonna go to LA to meet up with this nigga now because now he clearly showed Ray, you what you was on. He pulled up from forty. He, he definitely pulled he up. He shot his shot early yeah, into yeah. the shot clock. But like, what you thought was like he he likes you. Hey, I don't even know you, and I don't yeah. even know him, but he likes you. Well, this if is what I'll out, also say. Like, if you are from out of town, like let's hook up when yeah. you come. Like when you come back home, you from LA? What's when you back in LA? I want to take you out. But dick, like that nigga, <laughs> like you, oh, you definitely are overstate. Like, yeah, you pulled up from forty. L.A. Man. is pretty far to go and not at least offer the young lady the dick, though. 
I mean, if she don't take it, that's you know her right. Um, like me if we already, me too, it's like a motherfucker. If we already friends, like yeah. we talk and text, like we yeah. already friends. We don't have to like catch yeah. up because we are catching up. Like now again, because it's somebody I know personally, and I'm not putting a biz out there, but I do know that she lives with at least her. Old now. I don't know if they're broken up um, so or not. But that's that's another wrench that I feel like I need to know about before I understand your anger. So if I know yeah. that you live with somebody, yeah, and, and you, you hit me up about coming, I'm, I'm I'm probably thinking like maybe maybe this can go further. I'm not just yeah. shooting from forty. That nigga hit start guy. I'm not pull, <laughs> yeah. pulling up from center court, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I'm I like you. Like I, I'm I'm more than like like you as a friend. I mean, if I know you live with somebody and you coming to L.A. and we talking about Lincoln, I ain't no hater or nothing, but <laughs> dick. I mean, so random, hey. random. Oh, shit. So, like, if <laughs> y'all seen the face <laughs> this nigga just made. <laughs> so, would you, I'm just asking, okay. this in general. All right. If a, a young lady lives with another guy and they stay out of town and you come in town, would you make plans to see her? Um, make plans to see her so if if a lady lives with another nigga and she comes in town no you go into that oh i come so if dog came to detroit like because he in la old girl and her boyfriend live let's say atlanta yeah yeah, yeah. you on your way to atlanta in your hotel room am i hitting her up no and i'm gonna tell you why because your nigga's in town because anything yes i could have you come straight to my room Here's my problem. I don't know who people know. Mm-hmm. I Literally, I have gone some of everywhere, and a girl who I might have been dating or been in a relationship with at the time will hit me later and be like, oh, my friend saw you at... Nigga. Nigga. I've, I've, been, sitting, I've been sitting at breakfast yeah. and get a text from one of the homies like, yeah. hey, my homegirl said you had breakfast. Nigga. <laughs> I don't... So and if I go to your city where you and your nigga live at, and I want to hit. No, I'm not. Because I'm putting myself in danger. And I also don't know. And this could be the Detroit in me. You the setup chick, nigga. I could be like, come to the room. And next thing Your you know. Your old friends. Uh, now she an old friend I got some history with. If I want to link with her, it, it really would just be that. Because I, I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. So I might really be like. That nigga got your GPS. Let's go. Yeah, home. that's. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, we going to get a drink. Somewhere away from my hotel, and then I'm gonna leave you the fuck alone. If it's somebody that, hey, we cool, you cool. Because when I go back to Atlanta, I lived there for almost a decade. It do be chicks who, you know, want to link and all that, but I know they got a nigga now. So if they hitting a nigga up, like, yo, I saw on the gram you in town, we linking as friends if we link, nigga. Other than that, I'm, I'm my fan. I'm about to go. This is not my story. Yo, but shit. I'm definitely about to go to Atlanta. This is not my story. <laughs> it's not my story. Say that again. Nigga Jay coming back from Atlanta. <laughs> arm in a sling. <laughs> Knuckles bruised. Like, yeah, man, I had to beat this nigga ass. Hey, nigga nigga, happy, nigga ran up on me at Centennial Park. Nigga thought it was OG. <laughs> Aight. And, uh, yeah, man, so if, if the dick pic made you uncomfortable, tell that nigga quit being nasty. Um... But shit, if you was really trying to link for the dick, then don't overthink it. That nigga just showed you what the fuck you was coming to L.A. for. Now you know if you need to go to L.A. or not. Maybe the nigga dick wasn't hidden. Hey, but real quick, though, while we on that, if a nigga seen you a dick pic, don't immediately tell him you got a problem with the pic because now it's not about. <laughs> Man, I like, be like. 
now you done made that nigga confidence low. I received pictures. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I done had chicks kind of like they alluded to like, all right, send me one back. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not sending. I'm not sending shit. <laughs> like you, a girl literally asked me why you won't send me a pic back, and I responded, I don't know you. <laughs> like I'll like, drop, I drop my location. You can fall yeah. through. Come fuck. You want to see the dick? It's right here. <laughs> I can literally direct you to the oh, dick. They be so mad. Yeah. You want to see the dick? Come look at the dick. <laughs> they be so mad. I'm not sending yeah. it back. But don't come look at my dick no more anyway. I'm not showing. Oh, I am shit. out of the dick showing game. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about. Uh, let's get into OG real quick because I feel like Finding Justice has some layers. Yeah. Um, OG, uh, HBO original film starring the OG Jeffrey Wright. Amazing, fucking amazing, Phenomenal underrated actor. actor man. He's so great. What is, is Jeffrey Wright? Have you everything? That nigga's black. He's Puerto Rican. That nigga Jesus. He's <laughs> Martin. <laughs> hey, look, that nigga got uh, skin of browns and hair of wolf. And that, and, and that encompasses everything. Like, um, he's a phenomenal actor. I've yeah. never seen him in something that he did not absolutely kill. Yeah. Even in, like, I mean, he can do comedy, he can do drama, he can do crime, he can do, like, that nigga's a great actor, man. Do you watch Westworld? I watched, like, that first half of season one. So I know he's in that. Duh. First off, I cannot wait until Westworld season three starts. Yeah. Westworld Damn, is, it's on three? Yeah. Damn, West, Westworld is my one of my favorite TV shows, hands down, that is currently out right now. Okay. The writing is impeccable. Yeah. And Jeffrey Wright is a monster on that Jeffrey show. Wright. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. He, and he plays different versions of himself. Yeah. Like on the show. Within and, the show, yeah. Like he is an absolute monster, and that's a great fucking TV show. Yeah. It's a great fucking Westworld show. Westworld is smart. It's a um, smart show. Like you said, World well War written. Empire, he murdered. Yeah. Um... He's been in so much stuff, man. Like, if you don't know who Jeffrey Wright is, if you Google him right now, you can be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. You know, it's all the people that you know, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know their names, but he, they just been out for 20 years. Yeah. Um, he's definitely one of them. He's such a phenomenal actor. And what, what, what made me think about and want to watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I was watching some interviews uh, with Biggs, and they were talking about the movie. Yeah. And it's a movie about prison. Um, it was shot in, and it was prison in Indiana and it yep. was shot in Indiana. I think it was Pearson Penitential, something like that. Yeah. Federal Penitentiary. And, it's about and that was a uh, Max. Yeah. That was a like. That's the real deal. That's a Max. Other than a Max, you only got a Super Max. Yeah. And so it was about a, the story was about a guy in prison about to get out and he kind of like trying to help yeah. and He was an OG. Yeah, he, he was, was the OG. He had been in there 24 years. Yeah. Um, He was given 60, but he was about to get out on good behavior in 24 for killing a man when he was a teenager. Yeah. And so he, so that he was trying to like help a young, uh, somebody else that was new coming up yeah. through whatever, whatever. So boom, that's, that's the premise of it. But then I found out that 150 of the actors and the, um, and the guards and the guards yeah. as well as the extras were actually prisoners yeah like everybody you see in this movie besides the known actors yeah are literal are prisoners prisoners yeah the second lead in the movie is an actual prisoner yeah that's doing fucking, like 50 years that's fucking crazy dog you know what i'm saying and and they was talking about biggs was talking about him and like i seen him on boardwalk empire and stuff like that and he said He's a phenomenal actor, but he said it was uncomfortable him getting into character to be in a prison life or whatever yeah. around actual prisoners. Yeah. Because I got I to gotta make this look normal. Mm-hmm. But these guys are actually this living their life. life. Yeah. 
And that was um that was pretty interesting. But he said he killed it. You know, he did a great yeah. job, which made me respect him as an actor even more. Because, like, I'm literally walking around and being com- comfortable. Yeah. These people are really doing life in prison. And not only were 150 of the, the actors either current prisoners or current prison guards, the prison was live during mm-hmm. the film. Like, this was not. So if they weren't in the shit or they weren't actively in a shot, like, they were still in the background in prison like yeah. when them fucking horns is going off niggas really gotta go in they cell <laughs> like and ain't nothing about this that i actually care about yeah because like if i don't like you i can set this shit off yeah. at any fucking minute this is this don't really have shit to do with if i'm in this bitch for life and i feel like one day i woke up and said i don't really give a fuck about this little movie i could fuck this shit up real quick because the second lead he was not even initially gonna be the second lead it was mm. another younger kid. It was like 18 or some shit. Okay. But like you got to be on good behavior, so to speak. And he had gotten in trouble. Damn. So apparently like two years before this, or like in 2014 or so, when they actually started shooting the movie and doing it, yeah. my man who was the lead was in trouble. Okay. Cause in, so he wasn't able to even to audition or whatever. And they had somebody else. Then he got in trouble. And Damn. that's when he, his, 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 his opportunity opened up okay and he did a good job acting in this movie yeah. if I, I didn't know if he was if i didn't know that he was in prison i just yeah. think he was an actor so jeffrey wright uh, og his name in the film is lewis um he's in his last few weeks before he gets out on good behavior and it's a few things happening here uh he was in a gang on the outside mm-hmm. um damn i forgot both of the names of the gangs that quick but he was in a gang when he got uh sent to prison and then on the inside of the prison he worked. Ju- he was second in command for that gang in the prison. At at a time, he was second in command. Yeah. Then he was and then demon. that got because what old boy got killed. Right? Yeah. He yeah. killed himself. Or killed himself. So after he killed himself, Jeffrey Wright stepped up. He was the leader and he ran the prison pretty much the whole time he had been in there. Mm-hmm. Um. And then let's just you don't, you always like yeah. I I figured and. Cause I tried to figure out his age, cause he had yeah. been in there for 20, 24 years. Yeah, so yep. he went in when he was like nineteen, twenty-ish, because I think I, I I roughly got an idea that he was like forty-six. Yeah, in this in this show or whatever, but like you only can be the man in prison for a for certain, a second. Like yeah. at some point you gonna get you gonna get a little bit too old to be out here wrestling and tussling with niggas. Yeah, and, and um, so another dude took over the gang, and and Jeffrey Rice like, yo, I'm the OG, and I'm getting out early. I got six years. I'm getting out a fucking third of that. So I'm chilling. I don't really want. I'm a do my do. Yeah, but you know he's still. Damn, said, he yeah. got his. He got his respect around there. He's he running numbers. So and he respected, but he also still he doing his thing too. He got him a little cell phone hidden. He call his son, talk to his son and his granddaughter. Um, he living life, and he trying to live it peacefully. But if you've known anything about prison, when you're getting out, you will be challenged. So look. You know, my brother uh, came on about a year, year and a half ago and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, we talking to him. I talk to him on the phone all the time or whatever. And like, hey, man, keep your head down, blah, blah, blah. But when you get out and you can actually explain what's going on in yeah. here, it's like you can't be normal, though. No. Like, ain't shit normal about that shit. Ain't no, I'm just going to go in here and keep my head down. Like, no. there, are inter- there, there are interactions, there are fights, there are different things yeah. that's going to happen during your regular time frame that you just can't talk about on the phone. So your people go in there quote-unquote normal and they come out different yeah yeah because we got to do this so like yeah i got the impression like he was a monster in there yeah 
when he was younger. Yeah. And then you get you mature and you get older. And he get, had relationships with the warden and the, yeah. all that. Yeah. And like after a while, people know who you are, your brand, who you affiliate with. We just gonna leave you alone off GP, but we're not leaving you alone just because. Yeah. Just because, like we you you solidified in this shit now. Yeah. And um. Then, when you when you're approaching your final days in prison from what i know from what i've heard from my dad bunch of my uncles my granddad even as the og especially like my granddad for instance was an og in the cell uh in cincinnati um him and his brothers and as you get toward them days where your bid is up whether you getting out early or whether you fucking did your whole bid niggas fuck with you because niggas don't want to see because if you getting out and i got life and i'm never getting out i don't give a fuck if you don't get out so i might fuck with you i might start fights I might try and depending on what type of person you are, yeah, what kind of clique you associated with, yeah, some motherfuckers be happy to get your ass yeah. out of there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah. nigga, don't come back, yeah. get the fuck on. But others, like if a lot we of niggas is hating, if we currently beefing, oh, yeah. we might fight. Hey, if you if I think you trying to throw that shit in my face, are you trying to? I might set you up. I might drop a little fucking dime bag in your cell yeah. or something, and now you call the extra fucking ten years. But a uh, young dog who works for. Or is the leader of the game, leader yeah. of the game, came up on my man like, "Hey, nigga, you got to pay X amount of dollars." Yeah, he's like, "Nigga, I ain't paying nobody." Jeff Wright said, "You know the fuck I am, nigga." He like, "No, nah, yeah, but I think you got to like go 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 ask somebody." Some yeah, shit. like you just got here, nigga. You, yeah, you, my man tried to swing on him. Yeah, but Jeffrey Wright had that man. He hemmed him up. He hemmed him up. And you know what I liked about that? He ain't kill him. Yeah, he literally gave that nigga a couple to the body, put him in that headlock. That nigga's and said, "Chill, them bitches like, yeah. boom, boom." Boom. Yeah. Choked him out a little bit. Yeah. And kept him like, nigga, I'm about to go home, man. So I feel like they sent Young Dog over there to try to prove himself. Like, all right, nigga, because it's some gang shit. So, hey, you see that old nigga over there? Go collect. Go collect. He don't know who the fuck he running up on. He don't know shit about him. But then he had to come back and apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my bad. <laughs> that shit made me think about the yeah. uh, Apologize, Ray J. Nigga said. Hey, my bad about beating your ass the other day. <laughs> that nigga Stacy on the wood. <laughs> my bad about beating your ass the other day. So he went up to the OG, said, hey, my bad about running up on you, dog. Like, I ain't know. I ain't know. I ain't know. I'm the young nigga. I'm the new nigga. I didn't know. They sent me that way, and they ain't tell me shit else. I'm trying to fucking survive in this bitch. So I did what I had to do. And the nigga Jeffrey Wright took him under the wing after that. Yeah. Um, and niggas didn't want him to because there was some beef brewing between, like, the whites and, and the black and the blacks yeah. the two major gangs and one of the niggas on the major black side tried to hit a nigga yeah tried to hit somebody hit in another prison and yeah run the war over there yeah and lewis is in an uncomfortable position because the, the prison guards that he been down with for 20 some years is like nigga we know you leaving give us help us like nigga i ain't no snitch yeah. i'm not helping y'all and yeah. he's still strong on that shit too yeah and so, they they like, yo, I can make your life a living hell. You getting out, nigga. I can add 60 more years to your shit right do, now. Do what you do, nigga. Do what you got to do. I ain't so no like, such ass nigga. It was just you a understand? couple. I thought it was a dope idea using the prisoners, and I yeah. thought the shit was cool. Uh, one other thing I did want to touch on before we move on was, like, when he was about to get out. Yeah. And the the program they get where you, like, face your... Mm. Um, Talk to your accuser the or the stuff victim's like family that. in this case because he had killed the dude. And uh, man, that was tough, man. Yeah. And he was like, "Man, what I'm supposed to say?" Yeah. Uh, and he shot. Uh, uh, so what? Ultimately, what ended up happening was, um, he had to go rob somebody for the gang. Yeah. He went to go rob him. My man wouldn't give his shit up. So he shot him in the face. Yeah. And took the shit and dipped. 
and he was explaining to the to the sister of the guy yeah like um like i just want like at that time in my life i was a different person yeah it was messed up but like i did want to like like you're you're the me and him weren't friends clearly but like he yeah. was like he was you a, say he was a brave dude he was a brave yeah. guy he was like almost like honorable like you yeah. know he, he in the game yeah. like he not like some innocent bystander coming home from work yeah. like he in the game it's part of what we do it's like, a part of what we do yeah. and like he took it like he was supposed to take it like yeah. no nah, nigga he's supposed to give it up he's like no nah, i ain't giving it up like yeah. you know what you're doing in that yep. if you in the gang in the game and something happened to you in the game I'm 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 sad yeah. that I'm not gonna see you no more, or whatever. But yeah. it's a part of the game. Yeah. And your your brother was a part of the game. Yeah. And he, you know, he was trying to explain that to the sister because she was cool at first. She came in and hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm glad to. When I saw you in court, I don't hate no more. Yeah. And all this shit. And, and then when he because ex- she asked, she said because he said your brother was brave, and she said, explain me what you mean by that like he was brave so he told her the story how it went down and like jay said he told her yo this was part of the game we played but he went out like a fucking man basically yeah he shot him in the eye or yeah. some shit put and his body in the back of the, in trunk, the trunk yeah. and tried to get away with the shit but yeah. his mom told on him yeah because she seen the blood on his clothes like yep. you would have got away with it if your mom if your mom tell. didn't see the blood and on she's like shirt. i don't think you should ever yeah, come out she snapped sis snapped on him she said nigga i don't think you should be getting out i don't think you should get out on good behavior you killed my brother you did some stupid senseless shit look this is my opinion yeah now it's right wrong indifferent whatever y'all believe whatever um i find it hard to have somebody in prison longer than 20 years for anything yeah like 20 years it's a long time you know not like in some Groovy federal feet up, yeah. White collar type joint, like yeah. In actual prison, yeah. For twenty years, yeah. I I, I, don't, I don't to a certain extent. Like I don't care what you did. Like that's a, um, unless you have something that's like, like if you like addicted to touching children. Yeah. And when I let you out, like I think you're gonna go touch more children yeah. or some shit. Like or that. shit, if you committed an act of terrorism, um, anything like, that I think you could repeat. Twenty years, yeah. Though? Oh, that's a long time, man. It's it's a and long it's a, time. It's a long time on the outside. Mm-hmm. So it's five times longer in there. Yeah. Like, time is different in, in there, there yeah. and out here. Shit, it's what you think about a max uh, facility, you talking about 23 and 1. You know what I'm saying? You got an hour out that cell, nigga. Other than that, you're sitting. For 23 hours a day and, and be um, perfectly honest how they system was because like that's an old prison they was yeah, yeah prisons ain't made like that no more people don't got the pendleton people don't have their individual cells and shit no yeah. more like you in a, a um you like in a little a four person like a homeless shelter yeah. yeah like y'all niggas just stacked up in there that shit ain't safe now so you know what i actually thought about that when they first showed him in his cell by himself and i was like that's another possible benefit of being the og in there is that maybe you've been given your own cell to go do what the fuck? Because the majority of these niggas is in there stacked two, three, four a cell, maybe more. Like I know it's some I prisons. Are, they yeah. got different pot. Like because they be, for for space wise, like no, yeah. we need more people in here, so yeah. we gonna put four. Oh, that shit not safe. And I mean, though. they got prisons where it's six people in there, four is on two bunk beds, and two is on the floor. Well, like, like, that's a fact. And like, so this pod has four people in it, and yeah. the one directly next to it, like it's yeah. seventy four people. On this side, seventy four people on this side. It's four. It's it's four bathrooms and all. Yeah, two hundred and four. What you know? what I'm saying like yeah. it's 
yeah, no, nah, the shit is um, the shit can definitely be inhumane. The shit is dangerous. Yeah. Um, anyway, he he gets out of prison, uh, and he has to go assimilate, and and sort of redirect himself. And that so that's the scary part when you talk about not being in prison for more than twenty years, because anything beyond that, depending on the crime you committed. Like that's a long time, and when you think about it, that's five times longer mentally uh, than than the time on the outside. But when you think about missing twenty years, to me of life, and then being sent back out there, to me that's four generations. Yeah, like every five years, there's a generational yeah. difference. Yeah, you've missed four different generations. Yeah, he been fixing cars inside of there. Like, can you get a job somewhere? Like, yeah, nobody about to hire. Even though you've been fixing yeah. cars yeah. for the last twenty years detailing and yeah mind which i thought that was actually a cool program yeah um because that's another again my my pops got out of prison a long time ago my grandpops got out of prison a long time ago um back when i was uh a lot younger but the programs within prison depending on where you're at similar to high school and shit similar to some colleges they're not preparing you to go out into the world and if you're not preparing me to return into the world that you're at some point going to send me back out into, this is not rehabilitation. This is not this is where we make this cyclical. And now you're pretty much prepping me to return because mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck to do when I get out there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I get out there. I don't have a life skill. I get out there. So I thought that he was in a, a auto mechanic program in the prison where they fixed real people's cars. Like some of the guards had neighbors who had a fucked up fender or some shit. And they were sending a car to the prison and the prisoners were working on a whip. And uh, so where the the sort of, I guess, peak of the movie came, uh, the leader of the gang was trying to sneak a gun into the prison through one of the vehicles and he had the young boy become a part of the auto mechanic program so he could scoop the gun up when it came in on this truck he was hiding it behind a fender or a bumper or some shit and uh jeffrey wright learned about this because he was the og and he was trying to intercept so the young boy wouldn't get in trouble so i mean the premise of the joint were he saw somebody about to go down the path that he was on while he was in prison like look man I done ran the streets outside. I done ran the streets inside. Nigga, this shit is a setup. Them niggas don't care about you. You're going to get yourself hurt and killed. Yeah. Do your time to go home. And he tried to help the young dog uh, maneuver through that. Yeah. And my man ended up asking him for help. Like, nigga, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do want to do this. I don't want this to be my life. And the leader of the gang told him, stop giving stop young boy yeah. knowledge. We need him to do a job. And he, you Because he like, that's a talented young boy. Like, we could use him. He's smart. He this, he that. Um, but he did, and what I wanted to talk about briefly, Jeffrey Wright's character, Lewis, did what OG's supposed to do, and that's in and out of prison, and I feel like that's where a lot of the fucking OG's on the outside, that's where we losing a lot of these youth, because they ain't got no OG's talking to them and telling them, yo, don't do that, don't do what I did. Niggas is fucking disgusted with the youth, and we telling them all, oh, you doing some gay shit, or you doing some wild shit, or you doing, why you wearing them pants like that? Why you dressing like this? Why you coloring your hair? And we immediately dismissing these young niggas because they doing shit that we feel like is corny or we feel like ain't the coolest thing to do, and we not teaching them. We missing an opportunity to teach these young niggas better 
And that's where I feel like we fucking up. So kind of to the point a few episodes ago, me and Jay brought up like, yo, we need to start a men's like conference and like a program where not just me and Jay, but we getting all types of men from all types of backgrounds and walks of life to talk to these young boys, man, and to talk to niggas our age. Because so ain't nobody grabbing us by the shoulder and saying, yo, do so this. So what's crazy, uh, the young dogs is next door recording this yeah. podcast. They all like uh, uh, anywhere between 21 to 24 years old. Whatever. Okay. Um, and we was talking about that last week or something. Like I'm like, well, how old is the OG? Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, I think you're OG. Like, yeah. I listen to y'all podcast. I'm like, I'm, I'll be 37. Yeah. Uh, in like a month literally yeah, like yeah. literally like 30 days you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like you're like i listen to y'all he's a you listen to this week in culture listen yeah. to shout out you like man i let I, you know y'all be kicking about certain stuff yeah. but like i be learning and pick up different stuff yeah. and i guess sometimes you got to realize like where you fall on the spectrum of learning uh, yeah and like where your responsibility is at yeah because like there are people who are underneath you who look up to you as an elder in whatever field that you were in yeah so whether it's in media audio and stuff like that yeah. or if it's in accounting or if you are a cpa or whatever like yeah. you, you got to recognize where you fall in yeah. the in the spectrum and what your responsibility is to help people underneath you yeah and sometimes like we be wanting to be the youth for so long you look up like nigga you're not the youth no more no. like you this gotta, is where you need if you want to stay connected to the youth that's teach. fine but like you got to help yeah like you have learned I've been through a whole bunch of different stuff yeah, in my life, yeah. in different positions. Like now, it's time for you to try to assist someone else. Yeah, that don't mean that you some fucking guru and you sit back and barking and giving orders, but yeah. you do got a responsibility to help like the people underneath you. Because I like I said, like every five years, it's a whole different generation. Yeah, and like so, people who are five years younger than you, if you twenty, yeah, talking to a fifteen year old, you giving them game. Big facts. Even though at twenty you don't know everything, yeah. But when you, you twenty, when shit. you twenty five, yeah. talking to somebody twenty, you are giving them game. Yeah. You are giving them experiences and so on and so forth. Yeah. So like we, we just gotta recognize and literally be that OG don't mean gangster, don't mean criminal. Yeah. It means you re- reached a certain stature, and, and you need to help. It's it's wild too. Like I think since I was a kid, I've always sort of connected. With my old heads, whatever old heads was around me, like whether it was my pops and his dudes when I got to college, if it was some of the, you know, the seniors that I might have kicked it with, some of the niggas who I knew were successful there, but they was from where I was from. I've always tried to find the OGs who can help me and teach me some game. And I feel like we not doing our generation, nigga. I'm about to be 35, Jay about to be 37. Our generation and era of men, we not grabbing these young niggas enough and saying yo like let me holla at you yo come kick it with me yo let's like that big brother program is real nigga but you gotta do it you gotta commit to it and i feel like our era could do a lot better job of mentoring because when you think mentoring you not necessarily you don't gotta teach the nigga math right but go teach him some science nigga go get that nigga some game like you can see a nigga out here moving wild, like, hey. like fam. The way I like, see you out here maneuvering and checking with women, let me holler the way I at see you maneuvering with your peoples or fam. with your child, with fam. your like, with your money, I with see your you, mom, with yeah. your parent. Like, bro, help somebody out. Like y'all niggas, because I know a um. It's funny. I was just talking about my dog the other day. I know a young boy. Uh, shit, I'm about to be 35. He might be about 25 now. Um, he doing he doing a bid. 
used to scam. He was involved in that. This nigga was a real scam, like professional. This nigga would scam. Nigga bought a fucking Bentley, bro. Like, fam, like, it's a lot of young niggas out here doing that swipe That's shit, right? That's wildin'. And, like, fam, it's 2019, though. Yeah. Like, you can't get away with this shit. No. They everything, want everything. Everything is recorded from GPS to yep. pictures. If it like, only reason that you're getting away with it because you're not important enough yet. Yeah. And as soon as you they cross the threshold, yeah. we giving it to you, yeah. fam. Like, you can help somebody. Yeah. And guess when the young boy got caught? And when he leased a Bentley. I don't mind to an extent that you're out here getting your money, uh-huh. right? But once you get a certain amount of it, then take that, invest, and do some shit legal. You can't be, you're not swiping for the rest of your life. Though. So, to kind of connect it. To your run, you out. If you know the story about Rockefeller and how that shit got started, and the, where that $900,000 came to start the label and to record a reasonable doubt and do all that, that came from, Jay came up with 900 cash. Allegedly. Allegedly. They had the 92 bricks and all the shit, but Biggs, more important than Jay and even Dame Biggs was really in the streets. Biggs was really out here. Him and you know the the him his brother, they was out here doing they shit. But then they took that money, and said, "Now let's go create. Now let's go build. Now let's take the wealth we made and create wealth. I mean, and create opportunity. The Budweisers, the all these liquor brands yeah. and beer brands thought they was the criminals doing. This pro- was illegal in prohibition. Like it's okay." And I, I got okay in, in air quotes. It's yeah. okay to have a start yeah. in something nefarious, so to speak. Yeah. But you can't stay there. No, you have to be prepared to move. You've got to know that this is j- this was the seed. This was the money. I'm like, yeah. I know a nigga out here who who doing pretty good for himself. But the the seed investment that he got to open up his building, man, nigga hit the nigga was, was out here. But Let you me. took that. And now you legitimized it, and now you out here running a, a, a clean, successful business, fam. I wish so I had many, the I wish I had the, the 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 dope or the swipe money when I started. Anybody want to invest? Uh, hit yeah, me up. <laughs> but no, literally though, to that point, so many businesses, and I ain't just talking about like individual businesses, entrepreneur. No, nigga, I'm talking big business. So many of these big corporations started with dirty money. So many of these big corporations started with illegal funds. Like this shit came from the dirt. The, 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 the piggyback on what you were saying about the median household income and shit, uh-huh. right? You know how many people that live out here in the city of Detroit who got different businesses, different... They do pop-up shops. Yeah. They got body yeah. butters. They got podcasts. Yeah. They got studios, whatever. And then you got a crew of niggas who out here swiping and selling and doing everything, and they blow thousands of dollars yeah. in the strip club yeah. every weekend or, or four or five nights out the week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know how much that $2,000 would have helped this particular person yeah if i needed some extra equipment in here that ran me five grand you yeah. know how much money i can make off five grand that you can get your motherfucking money back like like if we gonna be what if we gonna do what we doing yeah like how you not gonna help how you not gonna be the og right yeah. like how you gonna run through all this fucking money and only thing you do is give it to the dancers like all these people inside of your city who got different business, different hustles that literally if you gave them that three grand or that two grand one time, mm-hmm. you will put them in a position where they can eat for themselves. Because yeah. all I, you know, they're not they're going to get a you're going to get a, 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 a we know you. Let me how do I want Chase Bank ain't giving you that five thousand dollars, fam. Hell no. Not because they don't think you can make it back because we just not giving it to you. Yeah, because they don't trust you with it. Fuck whether you, know you can get it back. They don't trust what you're going to do so, with it. 
in the back in the day, I know yeah. we always like the back in the day, the OG of the neighborhood would be like, "What you need, young? Do- what yep. you need, young dog? Yep. Don't worry about it." Now, whether you should be taking the drug money to start, that's neither here nor hey. there. But they did it. Yeah, you and know that's, what I'm saying. That's the sort of help that these young folks don't always have access to. Not saying that some of the OGs out here ain't putting their fucking foot in these neighborhoods and they making a stamp in these neighborhoods and in these young people's lives, but we got to make sure that we're committing to that act because if we not, a lot of these, these young folks is going to be the next us. They're going to be 35. They're going to be 37. They're going to be running the podcast studio at some point. We got to make sure that when they coming up, they doing it properly because we learned these lessons. So, nigga... Hove did that, so hopefully you ain't have to go through that. Facts. That's the whole fucking point, nigga. So, uh, shout out to OG. If you got HBO or HBO Go or HBO On Demand, access to it. Ask your friend for a password. Go check the movie out. Let us know what you thought about the movie. Um, now we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about episode one of Finding Justice on BT. Uh, so, Finding Justice is... I don't know how many episodes they're doing week to week, but it comes on Sunday nights, I think at like nine o'clock. It's an hour long and it's basically each week going to be centered around a problematic theme in black America. The first episode was centered around the stand your ground laws. Yeah. Um, before we even get into the show, I'm going to put my problem with the show out there. My biggest problem. Okay. My biggest problem with this show didn't even have shit to do with the show i don't like that bet takes this type of show something that could be this important something that is this important in our community something that is this important and we stuff it on a fucking sunday night after the soul train show about down cornelius and the shit's barely being marketed and it's like over here like i see a boomerang commercial every other fucking minute i only knew about finding justice sunday night when i happened to come across it and then I hit Jay. Like, yo, we should take a look at this. This shit is good. Nigga, I didn't know shit about this show, bro. I don't know who's behind it. I don't know nothing. Y'all niggas ain't pumping the fucking energy into it that y'all putting into a lot of the bullshit y'all got on BET. It's on Sunday night. Ain't nobody watching BET on Sunday nights. They don't know it's, why it ain't on Tuesday. I don't watch BET. Yeah, I don't watch BET at all. Like, matter of fact, I don't watch no station. Yeah. Like, I watch I, SVU. I, I watch How to Get Away Murder. programs that yeah, I yeah, recorded. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not just going to any station. Yeah, yeah. You know what station? I, I watch the Food Network. When nothing yeah, else I is on. Yeah, I watch Food Network and HGTV, HGTV all day. Yeah. I think it's, uh, about, I think it's the shit. colors. It could That could be a thing. Like the mental. Like the colors. Yeah. There, it's soothing. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's but anyway, I, that was my biggest problem with the show. That I basically had to happen across this shit. And if I didn't, I never would have known the shit existed got a different set of problems with this. I can already I already know where you at. I already know where you at. <laughs> I got a different problem. All right. But uh what do you think Let's, about overall? Overall episode 1 I thought it was powerful. So, uh the show was about overall the stand your ground laws, but it was centered around the killing of Marquise McLaughlin, who if you don't know who Marquise McLaughlin is, um he was killed outside of a Circle Food store in Florida. After a white man approached his family while they sat in the car, he had pulled up to the store, parked in a handicapped spot. White man walked up on his girlfriend and kids and basically said, yo, y'all parking. He was trying to check him about being parked in a handicapped spot illegally. They ain't had no sign up. Marquise was in the store. 
So he comes out the store, saw this white man sort of aggressively talking to his family, and he ran over there, and he pushed the white man. He pushed him, hey, get the fuck away from my car, like, you yelling at my girl and shit. Pushed him, the white man fell on the ground when he pushed him. Then Marquis stepped back, literally took steps back, was about three and a half, four feet away from the nigga, and the white dude from the ground pulled his gun out the back of his shorts, shot Marquise one time in the chest. When he pulled his gun out and pointed at Marquise, Marquise put his hands up yeah. and turned like, his body yeah. and, and took steps backwards. Like, yo, I'm literally retreating. Yeah. I'm not I'm no longer a threat to you. Yeah. Cause I understand I push you. I get that. But now that I see you have a gun, I'm literally letting you know we no longer have a problem. I'm backing away. Yeah. And he shot that young man in the chest. Yeah. Marquise ran in the store. He passed out on the floor of the store. He ended up dying. It was sad to me, man, because uh, his father was there. And he said yeah. he did everything I taught him how to do. Yeah, protect your family. When you see somebody aggressively talking to your like, family. I just come out the store and I see you screaming on my wife and my child. And my, and my girlfriend yeah. and my child. I'm concerned. Yep. Because I see the vehicle that you were in. Yep. And I see how close you are to them. Like, yep. well, hold on, fam. What's going on out here? Should he have pushed him down? That's the... It's debatable. You know, it's what I'm debatable. Saying? I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. But I will give him this. I can't say no, and I can't say yes because if he hadn't, and then he did something to your wife and your children, it's like, yeah. well, nigga, you was there. Why didn't you do nothing? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I can't say, but I, I can say that I don't think the man should have been shot. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. That, that never had to go there. So it's two different things. I want the uh, two different angles. Is that should we teach our children? Absolutely protect your your your, your, your family. family, whatever. Yep. But do we teach them to physically do it first? What I, I don't know. I'm okay with him pushing him to the ground. It didn't like he pushed him that hard, be perfectly honest. Yeah, no, I definitely thought the nigga falling was a bit of an exaggeration. Yeah, but more like, importantly, he didn't do he pushed him and then retreated. Like it was over after the push. It like was, he kinda pushed him and he was talking shit to him. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like fuck yo, going fuck on. away from my family. And like, then he pulled a gun out, then and he it was bagged like, oh. up. And it, oh, he bagged up and you shot him. Yeah. All right. So, my issue with defining justice is yeah, this is a horrible murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very emotional. Extremely. And that emotion transferred throughout the entire program. Yeah. Like it's hard for it not to be. Yeah. Because it's an emotional situation. I do not think that man should have lost his life. Mm-hmm. And I think the person should be held responsible for that. I don't like that they attach that to stand your ground mm. because like I think we've fallen into a trap the same trap that we fell into in the past mm-hmm. where stand your ground means if someone's attacking you or someone is treating you great bodily harm your first um, option doesn't have to be retreat like you can stand there and protect yourself so I'll read the law. Let me read the law real quick. Yeah. Um, summation of it. Citizens have no duty to retreat before using deadly force anytime they feel publicly or privately threatened. Yeah. That is the stand your ground yeah. law. Michigan is a stand your ground state. Yep. By the way. Yep. Um, so we bring in this fight against stand your ground and saying that the stand your ground is racist. Black people are like, we got to get rid of stand your ground. This mm-hmm. is the inner. The issue not with stand your ground, because if this same situation happened and stand your ground didn't exist, he'll just use self defense. Mm. Stand your ground by default 
has nothing to do with this case. Everything to do with this case is the fact that 12 jurors or and one sheriff looked at that tape and saw you shoot somebody who was retreating and you chose to go without it. Like, f- forget stand your ground. What if he just said I, it was self-defense? He pushed me down. I shot him. Mm-hmm. I don't need stand your ground as defense. My defense is self-defense. You can't take away self-defense from the from the Lord. The issue is the I can't legislate you not to be racist. Yeah. I can't legislate you not to hate black people or think of our lot. Think of us, me and being being black is just me being extra aggressive or more violent, you know, towards you. So I just pulled up uh, what self-defense means in the law. Yeah. Um, and this is literally where the difference lies between self-defense and stand your ground. Self-defense is uh, defined as the use of reasonable force to protect oneself or members of the family from bodily harm from the attack of an aggressor if the defender has reason to believe he or she is in danger. So the literally the differences between reasonable force and stand your ground saying deadly force. That's the only difference between the two. And that's a matter of that's a matter. It's still going to be. Well, see, like. I can still claim it, and it's going to go mm-hmm. to the jury yeah, yeah. in both cases. Yeah. The jury watched that tape. It's not reasonable to think. So, for an example, in Stay Young Ground, you don't have to retreat while you're being attacked. Well, the attack stopped. Yeah, The attack yep. was over when he started retreating. Yep. So if you watched that videotape and decided that this man is not guilty, yeah. you didn't do that because of the Stay Young Ground law. You yeah. did that because you wanted to. Yeah. If he would have had a different defense, the reason I say we got to be careful with this, uh-huh. so... Uh, early 90s crack was pop 88 crack really first hit but yeah. early 90s crack was really popping yeah and our our neighborhoods was being ravished with crack cocaine yeah. and you can go on YouTube you can go look at you probably ask your parents whatever mm-hmm. at your local city council meetings or everything we begged and begged for politicians and lawmakers to do something to the guys selling drugs on your corners mm-hmm. do something put them in jail put them in jail Y'all beg for these same Rockefeller drug laws that we have right now. Mm-hmm. When you say, well, this person sell crack, he get this amount of time. This person sell cocaine, he get this amount of time. Y'all beg for that mm-hmm. on a, an, an emotional reaction. Yeah. Because y'all saw what was going on. Yeah. And no, we need this. We need this. 20 years later, you telling them same people that you doing us wrong. Y'all doing this. Oh, to we us. hate the Clintons now. We hate yeah. the. Yeah, y'all yeah. beg that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I, I, there is video evidence of y'all at y'all. The city council meetings, the 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 state board of represent like there, this video proof of y'all begging for that. Yeah, we gonna get rid of stand your ground, and then a group of folks is gonna come up to you and gonna try to attack you, and you're gonna try to defend yourself, and they're gonna put you in jail for murder, and you're gonna be like, there's no protection for me. Yeah, stand your ground ain't the problem in this particular case. The this particular case is that sheriff, he watched the video. Mm-hmm. We don't got to, like, theorize about this law. You watched a video where a man was pushed down. The attack was over. You pulled a gun. He started to retreat. You shot him anyway. That's not staying your ground, fam. If that attack is going ongoing and you pull your gun in in the struggle and you shoot him, that's different. The attack was over. Yeah. If I go to trial, what she do, he went, you know what I'm saying? He was in jail, what, 42 days or some shit? Yep. If y'all watch this videotape and think this is okay, nowhere under the law yeah. does it say after the attack is over, you still can shoot him because at some point in history he punched yeah. you. 
No, that's not staying your ground. But we attached all the emotion in the wrongdoing yeah. of this actual murder to this one specific law. And now people across the country is thinking this law is bad for black people and it's it's a racist law. No, the law ain't racist. That law going can is possibly going to save your life one day. In Florida and like cuz racial tension is getting higher and higher. They let some shit go off. I me personally, I'm not retreating. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not about to be the aggressor in a situation. But no, I'm not going to retreat. If you come to my house yeah. and I've done everything I can to, to defuse the situation and you want to attack me, I'm going to stand my ground. This is my domain. So one of the stats they put up in the show, uh, states that have, first of all, 34 states have stand your ground laws. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida was the first in 2005. Since then, 33 additional states have added it. Like Jay said, Michigan is one of them. Uh, in states with stand your ground laws, the shooting of a black person by a white person is found to be justifiable 35 or 34% of the time. Yeah. The shooting of a white person by a black person is deemed justifiable 3% of the time. So while the law may not be racist in its nature, while the law may not be written in a the racist manner, the people writing the laws are racist, and that's where we're losing. So I obviously, when you hear about a shooting like this or a case like this, the guy's uh, trial presumes in April. So we still don't know where this is going to land, but it goes in April. Uh, but when you hear about this sort of shooting in Florida, easy to think back to Trayvon. The Florida racist as fuck. Florida, one of the most racist places on the planet. It ain't no law you will ever pass. Ain't no legislation mm-hmm. that you can ever pass that's going to stop somebody from being racist. Yeah. So, I obviously, I'm watching this. I'm thinking about Trayvon. I'm thinking about Marquise. I'm thinking about these types of shootings across the country. But where where it took me back to Trayvon and, and George Zimmerman on that night uh, back in, what was that, 2013? Or, I guess, 2012 uh, was when it happened, I believe. And then the case was 2013, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and pardon me if I'm wrong, but where I thought about it was because where it was similar, George Zimmerman was the aggressor in Trayvon Martin. He stalked him for blocks and blocks and around the corner and ran up on him and rolled the window down on a dark rainy night and was asking this man aggressive questions. Where are you going? Who are you want to see? Why are you in my neighborhood? You followed him. You even called the police and were instructed, yo, stop following that young man. Stop following that young man. You're and you continue to do it. At that point, you broke a law. You committed a crime. You're stalking this young man. And then you got out of your car and approached this young man who you had been stalking for blocks. In this case with uh, Marquise in Florida uh, on finding justice. You got out of your car, the white man, you got out of your car, went up to his family in their car. They're sitting there now bothering you. Sure. If they're in that parking spot illegally. Call the police. Go talk to the store owner. Go do something. They're not, they not there illegally. He was even said to have done this to someone just a couple months prior. Like, because you don't see my yeah. tag in the window. It yeah, does not doesn't mean, mean that I'm here hand- illegally. But again, if hand- that's how you feel, I want to pay. go the talk pro- to the manager. Call the, call, call call the, the cops. Police. Call I'll, the cops. I'll pay the ticket. But he had done this to another black man just a couple months prior. Saw somebody parked in a handicapped spot, ran up on him, started talking shit. Uh, and told that man, I'm going to kill you. Like, if I see you do this again, I'll shoot you. Some shit like that. But anyway, you were, again, the white man in this case with Marquise was the aggressor. 
No one was bothering you. You literally walked into this situation and made yourself a part of it. So for Marquise to push him when he saw him aggressively talking to his family, for Trayvon to steal on that nigga George Zimmerman after being stalked for blocks and blocks and then approach. See, the the, the issue with the Trayvon shit is when it go to a jury and you present your case, you present your argument, he said, I walked up to him, Trayvon attacked me. At this particular point, it's up to those 12 people to have a, I can't make them niggas not be racist. I can't, but here's my problem with the stand your ground law. Black people can't apply it. Because if you stalk me or if you approach my family or if you put me in danger, you came at me and I defended myself from what I thought was somebody being too aggressive with me. I stood my ground and I didn't use deadly force. I punched you. Marquise didn't use deadly force. He pushed him. I can't push you, but you have the right to kill me. You can approach me and make me feel in danger, and I can't stand my ground as a black man. But you can kill me, and it's okay. That's where I think this is fuck shit. Because what, what we're being told is because ba- what they did at the Trayvon case, they just killed that young man's fucking uh, identity. They killed his name. Oh, my God. He was a thug. He was a gangster. He but, was, like, if you, uh, go, uh, if you go into a situation yeah. where I already think you're a young black male, yeah. every bad thing I've said in my life, I've somehow have been appeared to you in court. I yeah. think you were the aggressor. Yeah. I've been I've been indoctrinated yeah. to think that black men is dangerous or whatever. But that's the thing. I can't be the and that's where I get pissed off about this whole law. I can't be the aggressor when I wasn't fucking with you. Like so You brought it to me. What I'll stand your ground? And tra- if 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 Zora Zimmerman said it was self defense, yeah. like when I, I walked up to him, we had a conversation and he attacked me and yeah. during that attack I pulled my gun and shot him. Yeah. He's getting off. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you where because the, the the like it's like the argument where it's like you want to ban the gun and not the person who shot the gun. Uh-huh. Like you can ban the law, but the person who chooses to apply whatever, mm-hmm. like they still gonna do what they gonna do. Well, I'm gonna tell you where it was fucking racist and where it was where the people were racist and where it was like no doubt about it with with Trayvon. I've asked this question to people who I've argued that Trayvon case with. Yeah, I've said, imagine. George Zimmerman in his car on a dark, rainy night in Florida in a subdivision, stalking someone, following them around the corner, up the block, around another corner, up the block, rolled down his window, asking creepy ass questions. Where are you going? Where are you headed? What you doing? And then parking the car, getting out and walking up on this person. And imagine that person he walked up on being a white woman. And then that white woman smacked him and he shot her. Hmm. You think George Zimmerman ain't sitting in jail right now? Yes, the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. That nigga's in prison for the rest of his life. But you know why he not there? Racism. Yeah. And, and well, a bit of racism and a bit of programming. Mm-hmm. Because all those exact same things you just said, mm-hmm. with the exact same laws in place, yep. the only thing changed was the race of the person. Yep. And there's no way I can legislate you to treat me fair underneath the law. Yeah. Like, I'm going to find a way for, for, for this to be. I'm going to find yeah. a way. To attach what I feel to yeah. something I can grab in this legal book. Yep. I'm just gonna fuck it. It's self defense. Hey. I'm just saying I don't want to take away stand your ground because I think in the very near future we gonna need it. I and I I see why you say that. I don't necessarily want to take it away, but I need. We got like so the issue is yeah. This the only system we got, unfortunately, for the law for for these twelve people to sit in a box and y'all make the decision on my life. 
and that's the that's the that's the tragic part yeah. because some of y'all not qualified to make decisions on this particular circumstance. Yeah. Um, and the sheriff who would not charge him yeah. based on stand your ground. Oh, that was a misinterpretation. Oh, that man so didn't even feds, get arrested that day. So the niggas had to come in mm-hmm. and charge him. The state had to come in. Just like, oh, you 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 really not? Yeah. And niggas start making enough noise. So the, the, the they questioned that man at the scene, and he got back in the car and left. Went that home. shit crazy. They bro. had to go get that nigga after people after Marquise's dad in the neighborhood. And the when they showed made the video, like, so what if I sh- what if I show a video of him backing up before you shot him? He's mm-hmm. like, well, I just. I don't recall. I, I don't. I don't yeah. think that that happened. You know what? In his mind, he probably thought he was about to get attacked. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and it, he in a lot of their minds, they think we're attacking. Nigga. Oh shit! He's about. He probably thinks in his brain Damn. before before he watched the video. Yeah. He probably thought in his brain, "I'm getting attacked. Yeah. I got to kill." I don't know, dog. What? Because what he I, shot him. I think he he shot him one time because I think he could. What that officer say about Mike Brown? He was enraged. He was coming. They see us, and it's an immediate fear. Did you see that bitch who called herself the selfie lawyer? The fucking attorney. So the white dude hired an attorney who was literally a traffic lawyer. That's all she did was handle DUI cases primarily. Um, And she took it upon herself to jump in and basically volunteer to be this nigga's attorney. Uh, And... She could not have been more racist, man. like blatantly, man, blatantly. Like she didn't give a fuck. I hated her, bro. That like watching her made me uncomfortable, my nigga. Like I was sitting, I was sitting there like, dog, this bitch like is. If he wanted to kill him, he would. He could have unloaded the clip. He, and she was, you know, what she was doing? She was hiding her racism behind being a gun advocate, as the NRA members do. Um, NRA is nothing but the Ku Klux Klan. Like I fuck that. But she was openly blatantly just saying like yeah i mean he didn't do nothing wrong if you didn't push him you'd still be alive today da, 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 I, I, like, I think he know he was wrong because he shot one time mm-hmm. like oh I can, shit i can defend this one time yeah that one shot because yeah. if you thought you was in danger like that you would have been like oh you pop, 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 pop. you wasn't in danger bro because for you to to, to sit there and w- that you thought one shot you yeah. was thinking about that yeah. you should have saw him he was ready to shoot from the minute he got pushed. Because think about it. There was a the good po- five-second lapse between when he got pushed to the ground and when he pulled that gun out. The police officers knew he was on bullshit. Yeah. That was interrogating him. When they him. was interrogating him, yeah. Now, the sheriff, the, the top dude, decided not to pull the, the press charges initially. Yeah. But they knew because they was like, so do you normally practice shooting from the, from the sitting position? From sitting down, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drawing from your holster yeah. while sitting down, and he like, "Well, I do it from sitting down because I knew I was gonna be, I, I knew I was gonna need it one day." Yeah, fam, he was literally in that mind frame before this situation. Like, he was waiting on that day. He shot one time because yeah. he knew we could shoot one time. Yeah, man. and get away with it. It was, uh, I don't know this. This show really bothered me. The attorney, thank God, she's no longer on the case. She dropped it, but she, I honestly. Granted, I want him to lose and go to jail when they take this to trial in April, but watching her be his attorney, I did not want her to win at all. And I'm like, there's a real good chance that he gets off. We know how this is. Maybe he goes to prison, maybe he doesn't. It I depen- don't know. It depends on the 12 people It the depends box. on the jurors, for sure. It depends on the judge, for sure. Like There are other factors in him getting off or going to prison, but I did not want her to get that victory if he got off. Like... Hers, that attorney, she was so fucking smug and racist, dog. Like, I couldn't fucking watch her. Uh, but anyway, man, it's... She, I, 
I, I remember her saying something like black people being like mean or aggressive or like dog. She was bugging the fuck out. Um, the show overall, though, man, like Jay said, if if it was nothing else, it was emotional, man. That was a very emotional episode of that show. That's what I'm scared of, though. Uh, I'm scared of when we base decisions on emotion. On emotion. Yeah. That's because like that's how. Yeah. BET ain't run by us no more. BET ain't been run by us for a long time. You know what baby. I'm saying? Like it's yeah. not it's not it's not far fetched that so this is what America does. I'ma create a problem and then I'll make you ask for the solution mm. that I want. Mm. So when I created nine eleven um then you ask for protection. You ask for the Patriot Act, so you ask for your your privacies and things mm-hmm. to be taken away from you. Yeah. When I created crack cocaine mm-hmm. you then asked for all these mandatory minimums yeah. or whatever yeah. i create racial tension in a in a in an area and now you asked for stand your ground which basically says when you're being attacked you have the right to protect yourself yeah using deadly force yeah that don't say and by definition you can look it up if you want to if you being attacked you have the right to stand your ground that counts against the police too yeah like I, I've, I've searched and I researched this specifically. Mm-hmm. It don't say against civilians. Yeah. So if a police no, the officer, only civilian in this in a stand your ground case is you. Yeah. So if yeah. you are being attacked in a uh, illegally by the police officer and you yeah. have to defend yourself to the point where you take a, a someone else's life. Yeah. You have protection understanding your ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we are right now. We've attached. Uh, a blatant murder and people deciding to and watch it on video and say, no, nah, we're not going to charge him. I don't, I just don't want us for them to create another problem. And then we give up something again. So speaking of stand your ground. So stand your ground is obviously a controversial law, but it's centered or I guess it's kind of I don't the- even, moreover. I don't even think this shit needs to be a law as fa- as Far as like, dog, if I'm getting attacked, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna defend myself. Stand your ground falls under gun laws, and that's that's the overarching topic here is gun laws. So I wanted to bring this up, kind of taking us back a little bit to the New Zealand yeah. uh, situation. Immediately after the shooting, the New Zealand Attorney General David Parker announced that the country will be banning assault rifles. Nigga had a shotgun, fam. Like in the in the viral video that he had. What was in his hand was a fucking shotgun. Yeah. Like, so why you want to be a... Like, it was a shotgun. But what I wanted to, I guess, address with that is the... So in America, we know for a fact, gun laws are like... That's the thing. That's one of... That's a top three political topic. That's a top three fucking political discussion is gun laws. Stand your ground is a gun-related law primarily. Like, yeah... You could stab a nigga, but ultimately this is about being able to shoot a motherfucker in a state that allows you to shoot a motherfucker who you feel is putting you in danger. Um, If there were a terrorist attack, let's say a white man walks into or shit, a Muslim man walks into a Catholic church like we talked about earlier and he takes an assault rifle, shoots up the church, kills 50 people. And let's say the government came out, the attorney general came out and said, Yo, we're banning gun laws in America. Y'all keep your handguns, you keep your shotguns, you keep, but we're banning assault rifles in America. How would you feel about that? I was, I would tell you I'm not giving you mine. Mm. 
I'll give you mine when y'all give up y'alls. Mm. I'm not about to be in a situation where the police force has all the artillery and the people don't. So that's kind of where you actually just walked me directly into it. So I was reading most police officers in New Zealand don't even have a gun. Most of them don't care. So literally banning assault rifles over there, you really aren't impacting a ton of people, including the law force. Like you're not, the cops barely have guns. They barely got handguns. Them niggas over there is operating with tasers and handcuffs primarily. Some niggas have guns. Some niggas don't. Some citizens have guns. Most don't. In America, we operate differently. The majority of this country has guns. The majority now that ain't saying the majority of the country has assault rifles. I mean, I have no idea what assault rifle is, but um, like just look that up. You know, I'm a Googler. Well, they 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 reflect like a rifle, a semi-automatic rifle. Every gun that's not assault, a yeah. every gun that's not a revolver is semi-automatic. Yeah, because like you pull the trigger one time, one bullet comes out. Mm-hmm. Right? Semi-automatic. That's what semi-automatic means, right? Like, ain't nobody running this bitch with automatic weapons because the bitches cost about 20000 20, And yeah. you're not shooting up a block with a $20,000 gun. All right. So they define an assault rifle, and this is an NRA definition, as a rapid-fire ma- magazine-fed automatic rifle designed for infantry use. So it's designed for the military. It's a military weapon. So my Glock yeah. um, is... A semi-automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a magazine mm-hmm. and it's rapid fire. Mm. So, so essentially, it's an assault your handgun. Hand, it's a it's a it's an assault handgun. Yeah. Instead of an assault like fam, yeah. like it's gonna shoot as fast as you can pull your trick your finger. Yeah. That's what anything. Yeah. Like I, it sounds it sounds real dangerous. Yeah. Like it really does, but like every gun that's not a revolver is gonna take a magazine and it's gonna shoot as fast as you pull your finger. Yeah, it's like, a um, but neither. B- besides that, people die from handguns. Big facts. More than anything. daily. Like if if I would know that lawmakers was being, I think they'd be disingenuous when they want to ban assault rifles mm-hmm. because that's not the problem. If mm-hmm. you really had a problem with people dying and shit, if you was trying to ban handguns, I would at least respect your argument mm. because ninety some percent of people are dying from handguns. I would respect your argument if you was like, no, we got to get guns in general off the street. Yeah. I would respect your argument because it ain't that niggas is dying from 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 choppers. That's yeah. just not the case. It's just not the case. Statistically, it's not the case. Yeah. And, and, six- and these types of attacks, they are, but these types of attacks are not daily. Yeah, and these yeah. are ve- and then like 60% of gun deaths are suicide. Yeah. So that, that, that big number that yeah. they throw out there, 60% of gun deaths are suicide. Yeah. Like, fam, if you shot yourself, I mean, it's not my fault. Like, ain't no law about to make you not shoot yourself. Yeah. Don't they have that already? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, it's. But all I'm, like, I, I hate when this shit happens because yeah. the emotional portion gets get turned up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we we will give up all of our rights. Yeah. Like, all right, let's just sit down. Let's relax. Let's think this thing out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. See, I think with stand your ground, stand your ground, and just in general when we're talking gun laws, why like, this shit don't happen in Michigan? Mm, probably because we're majority black. Like, well, in Detroit, in Detroit, Detroit, like, Flint, and Grand Rapids yeah, is black. Um, but, but then, like in the so in the areas in Michigan that are predominantly white, we really don't be in a lot of the mirror. Like, it's we ain't up there. Like, we ain't in the UP. Like, that's just we. 
our blacks ain't up there. Yeah. Like we just ain't. So and not saying that that couldn't happen. Niggas traveled to the UP. You could go up there, get into it with a nigga. He could shoot you if he thought he was in danger. He probably really needed up there because the police ain't about to pull up quick. Hell no. Nah. I need to protect myself. police two hours away. You know nigga. what I'm saying? Like ain't no. Yeah. I don't have a neighbor. Like hey. Yeah. I'm like hey, call the cops. No nigga. Um. But I, I just think you're <laughs> about to be buried by the time the police yeah, get here, nigga. The nigga in some snow. Uh, I just think overall, though, man, like stand your ground laws, as with most laws. So it's kind of funny. All right. Most of the laws that we live by come from the Constitution. They started there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go to the Bill of Rights. You can go to, you know, all this stuff that was amended since whenever the fuck the Constitution was created. But. Most of that shit started there. Mm-hmm. Stand Your Ground started in 05. Mm-hmm. What Stand Your Ground needs, if nothing else, is amendments to it. We need to amend that law and really start to define what can be a Stand Your Ground. Because you can't, like you was talking about earlier, you can't just say, yo, this was Stand Your Ground, when it can also possibly be considered self-defense. When See, that's, the, that's, the situ- that's the situation with the laws that we have. Like mm-hmm. The whole thing is argument. It's interpretation. Yeah, like yeah. you say... I did this. I say I did that. Uh Uh-oh, these 12 people got to decide. And so when when we're leaving it up to interpretation, that means that we're leaving it with room to amend it. If you amend it and clearly define what this means, if you give it a, yo, it can either be this or this, but it can't be none of that other shit. If if it's that, it's not stand your ground. It's it's like one of those things where... Everything is always going to be interpretation, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Because so if you want to take a Second Amendment, it say, well, uh, the right to bear arms mm-hmm. shall not be infringed on. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It say shall not be infringed on. So you keep coming up with extra laws. Yeah. Every fucking like, no, nigga, the Constitution say this, the, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed on. Yeah. But we infringe on that motherfucker like a like we infr- like it's very clear. Yeah. But they were like, well, no, that's not what it mean. Yeah. Well, let's go to court then. Because yeah. whenever you don't agree with me, even if some shit like, nigga, the sky's blue. Yeah. Nigga, that shit red. We about to go to court. The the Constitution. So I guess my point is, if Stand Your Ground came up in 05 and we already see 100 billion fucking areas where it can be improved upon from 05. Yeah. Then telling me some shit that y'all made up in 1789 when I was not even considered a human. We need to fix it because that's my problem with white people in the Second Amendment. They can revert to that immediately. And it's like, fam, but you were able to use that to your advantage because that was written for you. That wasn't written for me. So if we're not going to rewrite all that old shit and we're looking like at it. a law from 05 that already needs to be rewritten, it's a fucking problem. For me, yeah, uh, I treat the, the firearm as an equalizer. Yeah. Because it will definitely equalize and put the the, the situation in your control. Mm-hmm. Black folks and had the right to vote and been free for fifty five years. Mm-hmm. Roughly, niggas want to give up y'all guns. Did we? Yeah. Did, like y'all just left? We just left out the civil rights movement. Yeah. We just left out the greatest uh, history of terrorism that we got. Like niggas burning crosses on mm-hmm. our board, like burning down our schools and doing mm-hmm. all this sector shit. Like I'd be damned if I give up my right to defend myself. Yeah. Like it it don't make sense for a black person. And this society be like, all right, fuck it, get y'all the guns back. Yeah. No, I'm not with that shit like at all. Now, um, I don't think that the police force 
or the government, mm -hmm. literally the government should be the only people walking around here with guns. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, we just, we know we weren't even humans to y'all. Like yeah. you just like y'all. Seventeen eighty nine. Y'all don't oh, give a fuck about me. Y'all gonna say, "Oh, y'all gonna protect us?" Yeah. Y'all gonna be the voice of reason that protects yeah. us, nigga. We was three fifths of human beings. I was a slave for another about hundred years. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, After no, that. I don't trust y'all. Yeah. To be the ones that police everything, even when we have laws, y'all will yeah. watch some. You watch a video of a person retreating, getting shot in the fucking yeah. chest, and dying, and then be like, "Yeah, that's okay." No, I'm going to give y'all the guns? Hell, fuck no. So that's really the catch-22 of it all, because I don't trust y'all, because when y'all created that law, I was not even considered a person. But I also don't trust y'all to interpret that law differently for me now that I am considered a person. Because the problem is the people. Y'all don't laws. like y'all. Y'all yeah. don't like us. Yeah. And y'all never going to like us. Yeah. And every time you get an opportunity to stick it to us, you will. Yeah. And... I'm not trying to have my my like judge by twelve and care by six. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, and ultimately, yo, what? And I mean, this is you're talking about some shit that's literally centuries of racism and centuries of hatred and centuries of uh, proposed fear yeah. of black people and, and minorities. So this ain't something that'll be resolved tomorrow morning. But where it starts and where it has to start, going back to what Jay said a minute ago, we got our right to vote fucking less than 80 years ago. We got the right to vote. And then 50. And I'm talking black men and women like yeah. when everybody like not just because women had to wait on their right a little bit longer, nigga, even black, white or whatever. So black people, men and women got their right to vote not long ago. And yet, niggas is telling me, oh, well, I don't even vote. Oh, I know I got the right to vote, but voting ain't going to change shit. Let me tell you, no, y'all niggas is thinking on a national level. Y'all think about the president. Niggas, start with your, with your local fucking. Voting acts right was 1965. Fam. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Nigga. My dad was born in 59. My mom was born <laughs> in 62. You know what I'm saying? Like, come hey. on, man. So, if we've had our right to vote for literally just a few decades... And y'all telling me y'all don't vote. This is what pisses me off. Because when y'all telling me y'all don't vote, y'all are thinking the president. Oh, that ain't going to change shit, nigga. Donald, it don't matter if it's Trump or if it's Obama. But what if it's Andrew Gillum in Florida? Like, if we start in city to city and we start in state to state and we starting to put people who look like us or at least who have our best interests in mind in the cities and states, then we can start really being able to because when Obama goes in office in the majority of the country is people who don't fuck with whatever policy. They're going to veto all this shit. They're going to vote against all this shit. No, he ain't getting a fucking House vote. He ain't getting a Senate vote. But, yo, if a nigga in the state man, starts I, the law, it's I, different. Man, I understand both sides of the argument, too, man, because it's like. This two party system is not it don't work. It's flawed. Cause we assume this is two parties, mm -hmm. and it's more oh, than two it's parties. Way more than two parties. But like, once you in the Senate, and like, there's no you got Republicans, you got mm -hmm. Democrats. Well, what a what a what an independent party yeah. that's in there? What's yeah. where, where are the, that Green Party? That where, yeah, we're the other thirteen parties or whatever. Mm -hmm. We are running on this two party system, and it's not real. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to work. But see, that's why we need to stop focusing strictly on party association because there's so many racist Democrats. It's a shame. It's crazy. But like, people are making up their... Like, people ask me if I'm a Republican or Democrat. Nigga, I'm Jason Johnson. Yeah. I'm going to listen to an argument, and if yeah. I like it, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah. I don't give a fuck who brought it up. Yeah. I'm going to listen to an argument. 
does it make sense? Yeah. Does it help me or my situation currently? If it helps me or my situation or my people currently, I'm for it. Yeah. If it don't, I'm not for it. It's it's going to take a long time and a lot of policies for the person as the president of the United States to be able to create something that trickles down into your neighborhood. But if you're not voting for the nigga who actually runs your neighborhood, for the mayor of your city, for the alderman in your city, for the for the uh district attorney and for all the people who literally impact your neighbor if you ain't voting for them then don't talk to me about shit because when you're not voting for them you're never gonna make it all the way up to the president the president ain't gonna give a fuck about your block because mm. the people who need to be in place ain't there them local elections matter dog them local elections is where a stand your ground rule might be amended and changed and tightened up and switched up and defined I mean, a little bit more robustly what 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 really needs to be that we will be focused on is yeah. more or less like Who's the prosecutor in this mm-hmm, area? Mm-hmm. Who are the judges in this area? And these are all things that get voted on. Like you know what I'm saying? But it's like it's a lose lose situation because yeah. I can go tell you to vote on your prosecutor. How the fuck do I get how do I know what cases this person has judged on? Like well, where's your record at? Oh no, they could find it because they looked up Kamala Harris shit immediately. Yeah, they I can't find that shit though. <laughs> the, they always put the information out. I, I don't know what the, the person down at 36 district, like I don't know where to find Shout out to my homie Christina who just got uh voted in as 36 district judge. So Oh I did see that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. That's, yeah, that's, that's the homie man. But like so where where yeah. her record at? Like I don't know where yeah. to go online yeah. and say on these particular cases, this is your record. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they don't bake that into our society. You know what I'm saying? It's like, th- I think that shit should be there. Like, yeah. I think that there should not be um, campaign donations and things of that nature. I think if we gonna if we gonna run this 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 political party system, right? Yeah. Where I think everybody should get equal time yeah. when they running. All right, it's Thursday. It's 4 p.m. Candidate A is on Thursday. Mm. 4.30 p.m. Candidate B is on. Everybody get equal time. Yeah. Like, it's not that you raise more money so you on TV more. Yeah. You didn't raise money so you can't go to the debate. I think everybody should get equal time. Yeah. And have it fair and balanced. On Tuesdays, you learn about what's going on. Like, it should be normal yeah. baked into society where it's not like you have to go down to a courtroom and request files and transcripts like yeah. this information is not readily available it, i don't know where to get this information so from. it's not I'll, I'll say it's not easily available and that's the fuck that what's the quote uh you want a black person to not look put it in a book you want them to not have the information put it in a book is it easily available no and i i do agree with you that it could be made a little bit more like out there like it could be put up front how. like i just because i work in the legal industry i have random like easy access to a lot of different shit about attorneys about judges all that shit like i think anything that's going on in the local city council like yeah. you should be able to go to city citycouncil.org or some shit yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying click on detroit yeah. and these are all the meetings that happen yeah. these are the notes of the meet like this is no public I, I agree with you that shit should be because it's all public and it's all available but yeah. they gonna make you work to get it now and i feel especially in the information age why why this shit like a nigga, lot of this shit should be, should be live stream i want to be yeah. involved if i can't physically get it should be a live stream all this yeah. shit should be available online yeah i um i i think that the resources that are available are not easily accessible to us but they are accessible so i do encourage motherfuckers not just to look stuff up when they see a black candidate like kamala harris or cory booker and then we immediately want to find out what they did wrong yeah because that's what we because we found all they shit 
We and nigga, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter went the fuck in when them niggas said they wanted to run for president. We found everything they've ever done wrong or done that was questionable yeah. in their fucking political and uh, legal careers. So use that same energy right now until this shit is easily available to us. Use that same energy and go research the people that are actually in your neighborhoods right now. Research Kamala Harris when she's a prosecutor. Right now, working right now. Don't wait till she announces she wants to run for president. Everybody like, oh, she trying to yeah. lock up such and such. Yeah, because if she was locking motherfuckers up. Did anybody up, go to jail? No, the fuck they yeah. didn't. That was a threat. Ain't nobody go to fuck. Yeah. Nigga, she was locking up. No, the fuck she didn't. Here's my thing, though. If you're telling me that Kamala was disproportionately locking up black people during her time as a prosecutor, then why you ain't stop her as a prosecutor? Oh, you know why? Because you weren't fucking researching and voting when you should have been. Because if you wanted her out then, she'd have been out then. Don't tell me she can't be president now when you let her run as a prosecutor for as many years she was. She acting like I made you, like I made this nigga rob the liquor store. Family, yeah. this case came across my I desk. Even, dog, I literally had on. that debate. On, I, I was on Facebook going back and forth with a nigga for like two hours. I've been sick all week, so I've had time. But I've been going back and forth with this nigga because we was literally talking about uh, Cory Booker. And he was saying something about, oh, that nigga locked up this many people in Newark, and he did this shit in Newark, or he created this law in Newark. And I was like, but you, you know you them like, niggas ain't have to commit them crimes. You don't like laws, nigga? Like, what the fuck? So we gonna let Newark <laughs> run rampant? Niggas be killing me. I want Detroit to be this, I want Detroit to be that. And then Fam. a new law come out, that, uh, nigga, we can't. Oh, my God, let's clean up the city. And then the city get cleaned up. Oh, they turning the city into fucking, well, fam, how you thought it was gonna look clean? Yeah, they got that out of here because that wasn't clean. It was dirty. Hey, man, it's finding justice, yo. I can't remember what the topic of tonight's episode is. Uh, it's Sunday, by the way. We recording if y'all catch this shit later this week. Um, But it does come on tonight, I believe, at 9 o'clock. It's a new topic. Pardon me for not remembering, but they had some interesting. I think I looked up, like, each one of the topics that they're going to have. All the shit is interesting to me. I just hate where... BT placed it but they doing this shit strategically they know what they got going on like hey let's put it on a night where ratings is low ain't nobody watching you see that soul train shit they barely fucking pumping that up and that's some Don Cornelius shit like I want to know what the fuck Don got going on but y'all ain't even telling me this nigga had a show Man, I, I don't want to watch hey, it for some reason I, I, I wanted it was to know good, about, though. I've heard the shit is great and I only see it if it's like coming on before Boomerang yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I catch that little end piece. Um, Boomerang, by the way, I watched this last episode. That was the best episode so far. I like the I last think. two episodes. They're good, but they yeah. just throw that random gay shit in there for no reason. Like, yeah, I don't. And again, we've we've talked to Lena Waithe on this podcast. She has not responded, <laughs> but um, Lena Waithe, we love you, and I I know the world we live in right now. Having a gay friend or having a gay uh, associate or something that's common as fuck. So it's commonplace in this world. Shout out to it. The way it's being introduced in this show, it just never leads to any. Like in this past episode, they showed my dog as the uh, the money collector yeah. at the gay club. He was getting money, and then the dude didn't have his ID. And next thing you know, them niggas kissing in the car, and then they never touched it again. And I was like, no, what's going on here? Like, how? Tell me why that, because that didn't fit the episode. That's all I'm saying. Like, Make it make sense. Like, yo, have as many gay people. You only people. got 30 minutes, fam. Fam. So well, if that don't fit. You only got 22 minutes. And we already knew he was gay. He ain't really been on the show the last two weeks prior he to that. He only he been he on the a first main episode. character. So other than the first episode, he ain't really said shit. I didn't need to see the origin of him being gay if you weren't gonna show me where that took him. Like y'all literally just showed him 
talking to a nigga at the gay club who didn't have his ID. He wouldn't let him in. And then the gay dude looked at him in the eye like, you really ain't going to let me in. And next thing you know, they was kissing in the car. And then dude got out of the car and walked away. And it was oh, and it was like, what did that? Because now you just took away from the main storyline, which I really was invested in in this episode. Facts. It, I so it like just, they, they I just it. wanted, because don't make. Why they get that nigga a new hairline? I didn't. I didn't like his new hairline. I didn't like. I didn't like nobody new like hair. Fam, this is like a couple episode. years ago. You could have the same hairline. Y'all niggas were literally just in college. They got nigga. Main dude had a whole new hair piece, nigga. That nigga hair was thick as shit. Yeah, they got was, like, what that is nigga this? had a whole wig on, nigga. What is this, like, I, nigga? This, I don't know, but I. I how old y'all supposed to be right now? Y'all niggas are literally three years older than y'all was when we met y'all. But um, I love this last episode of I think it just Simone, because. Simone whacked me though. Simone, ter- she first of all, Simone, oh, this is what I'm saying, unless you know, and I uh, don't nobody attack me, and if you do attack me, I, I'm gonna delete that shit anyway. But ho as you're not yeah, like ho- whore, but like some nigga do some shit, like nigga, you a hoe, you a hoe, shit. yeah, like, like and that's, that's, that's that exactly like, what I mean. Like, I'm not nigga, saying about like, yeah, she ain't not what she. I don't care who she fucking, why she fucking, she keep doing what's old boy at Bryson. She doing that nigga dirty, bro. Like, shit, dog. damn, she let me, did let me that nigga She be doing some hoe ass shit. Some hoe ass shit. There we go. Yeah. Uh, she be doing hoe ass shit. Like nigga, you, um, yo, you fucking confessing your love and shit. Then yeah. the next day, you about to go. But that's how it go. He took care of her, cleaned the, her vomit up. The next day, you about to go fuck with your ex bodyguard. You finna go fuck with your ex boyfriend's ex bodyguard. <laughs> the fuck? What? Was that Joey Badass? Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, why is nigga? That was, that's a nigga from the first episode. That yeah, she came he through. showed the fuck was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I will say Boomerang the last couple episodes has gotten better. Yeah. Um, it's still some random holes in there where it's just like, all right, I don't know why that happened. Um, but I, I, the show is entertaining. I can watch it for 30 minutes. Uh, I do think it would have fared better on an HBO. Like, you put this on HBO with Insecure. Like that episode with the when it was at the party, that was some insecure shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like if you give me that sort of that level of writing, production, all that. And this, I don't necessarily know that this show has to be called Boomerang. That is another. I'm so glad you said that shit. And we can like, fuck out of here right now. We just giving y'all mad content because we was fucking late by ninety days. Cause like the first episode, and I thought yeah. it was gonna be all the general. Yeah. They've maybe literally they, not touched maybe on Maybe they swinging that back towards it because, you know, in the history, he was talking about the, the Marcus Graham and her dad and all. But they don't. Honestly, this could have been so. I, real I, shit, if they didn't attach this to Boomerang, I'd have thought it was a better show. Probably. I would not be as mad at the show as I've been if this was not attached to Boomerang. But when you tell me this is the Boomerang show. I'm looking for advertisement. L- like, I get it. Y'all ain't gave me none of that. And All y'all said is Marcus Graham. Yeah. Marcus so, yeah, Darling man. But uh, if y'all haven't kept watching it I understand but I will say the last couple episodes Have definitely been entertaining oh, They've improved I talked to Dame I talked to my uh, boy Cheyenne My girl They already had this belly episode We man. get it to it next week You know what I'm saying So we Oh gonna, no we got us coming out Yeah Oh definitely. shit All right. but, oh, We gonna set up like on a Saturday or something We gonna yeah. come here go in there go We gonna the watch boy. it on the, yeah. Watch it on there and I don't know if we want to watch the whole movie or we watch it, discuss every... I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. We going to drink. Yeah. And we going to fucking talk shit. Um, I'm right. That's going to be lit. How Dame doing, man? Yeah, he good. He good. My boy, man. Dame, what up? Uh, My dog Rambo, what up? Uh, I ain't got no updates on my boy, but hopefully he good. Hopefully they was able to move him back to the city near his family. And uh, yo, man, Um, another great episode. Go check out OG on HBO. Go check out Find the Justice on BET. And uh, 
if y'all liked this episode, let us know. If y'all didn't like this episode, let us know. Hit us in the comments. Hit us in the DM. Hit us on the Facebook page, Instagram page, This Week in Culture. I'm Ant. That's Jay. We out.